live from wherever they happen to be it's fortune radio please welcome david aaron and kirk well we're here with devin what's your last name devin you you can stay uh, anonymous if you want are to. we recording are we on we're recording yeah, yeah we're, we're on so, devin if you don't want to say your last name it's nolan Really? Devin Nolan, and get get right up on that microphone right. too. Oh yeah, it's a fifty-eight, so you got to yeah. get right the fuck in there. Wait, yeah. you know microphones? Yes, I'm nice. a recording guy. So cool. Could you like just like make one fall off the back of a truck and get it here? Like that's nicer than that one. Uh, it's a good mic, man. No, no people no. use it. Yeah, if you if you're right there. Yeah, fifty-eights yeah. <laughs> are tried and true. Pod man. mics. What do you know? Classic, about, what do you man. know about pod mic? I don't. You don't know anything about that? No. Oh, that's what everybody's using, bro. If you watch like podcasts and like everybody's around a table like this, they all have like it's like this black cylinder, and it's all pod mics. Kirk, I, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I know I know a lot of people use the uh, SM7B. What's that? It's another Shure mic, like that. Uh, it's different. It's more like that. I like this because I feel like I'm David Letterman in 1999. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah, man, it's classy looking. Yeah. Or what was his sidekick's name? Uh, Paulie, Paul, uh, Kirk. Come on. They always have a good sidekick. That's you're Paul you're, Schaefer. You're a sidekick. Paul Schaefer. You're yeah, like yeah. Robin. Me? Yeah, you. Who? Robin? Like, Batman? And Robin? Yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm like Batman. You're like Batman? What am yeah. I, fucking Alfred over here? Yeah. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> Nobody knows where you live, and it's like very, you know. So maybe. Yeah. You're like uh, Nightwing. You're like yeah. Ooh. Nightwing's pretty sweet. Anybody? You know Nightwing? Nightwing's sweet. Yep. Yeah, I mean Nightwing, man. Come on. Who's your favorite superhero? Can we talk about that just for a hot second? I mean, we have a list. We have something. We have some shit to talk about. But yeah, I'm, I'm I, think, just, I think that's kind of fun. We'll go well, around. I'm not a huge fan of superheroes. Why? Uh, really? Yeah, I mean, I mean <laughs> the movies. Like, David and I <sighs> talked about this last night. I can't stand the Marvel movies, but if they're awful. There's some good ones out there, you know. I I like Spider Man. That's what Kirk and I were talking about. Like I, yeah. I but that's not my favorite superhero. Th- those are my favorite superhero movies. <laughs> I think they do a good job, dude. Favorite superhero. Is Batman? He's the most badass motherfucker, and I want to be him. Yeah, he goes hard. So, what, what, what about you guys? I definitely Spider Man. Yeah, you know, I, lo- I love the Sam Raimi movies when I was a kid. So, I mean, you know, you can't go wrong, Spider Man. Peter Parker. Uh, Peter Parker as Tobey Maguire. I feel like Tobey yeah. Maguire Toby, was. He played a Toby great Spider Man. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. the shit. And dude, Spider Man was like yeah. one of the first superhero movies. I guess Iron Man was yeah. was probably pretty close, or maybe the first one, but. Dude, my favorite superhero is probably Scarlet Spider. Huh? Who he's, is that? He's the clone of Peter Parker. Kirk, what's your favorite superhero? I'm not even getting into this with Aaron. <laughs> dude, come on. Come on, dude. Kirk. Captain yeah. America, bro. Captain America? Captain, yeah. I can yeah, see that. It's respectable. I could see that for you. Yeah. Yeah. John, <laughs> John Cena. True. <laughs> Ray Mysterio. Huh? Mysterio, dude, from was that WCW or NWO? He was a wrestler. Are you a wrestling fan? I'm not. No, I know two of them. I know Hulk Hogan and I know uh, the Hulk. You know, come on, brother. Uh, Randy Macho Man Savage. Yeah, I guess true, you know true, true, Macho true. Man Randy yeah, yeah. Savage. Fighting to a Slim Jim. Snap into a Slim Jim. Yeah, snap into a Slim Jim. Yeah, man, he was he was pretty cool. Do you guys ever wish you were more a wrestling fan than you are? No. Yeah, no. not really. I'm glad um, I'm not. I I did like like I like <laughs> WWE when I was younger, but yeah, I don't know. It's, the chicks are sexy for sure. Yeah, uh, that's what they got now. It's like, dude, those twins. You guys know those yeah. twins. The twins, got? Bella twins. <sighs> what are you talking about? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whew. And they're just they're just 
scantily dressed and they're yeah. just they're just fighting each other. <laughs> they're, they're just smoking and, hot. Yeah, yeah. They're smoking hot chicks and they actually don't know how to wrestle, so they're not UFC fighters. <laughs> um, but that's good. if we want to move on real quick, that's good TV. There's some really sexy UFC fighters out there right now, you know. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Those undercards. The undercards or the underdogs. Well, under, uh, no, undercards not an underdog. It's just not. It's just not the top fights an undercard, and they usually have uh, some chicks. But if you look at those undercards, you look at the chicks fighting, and I mean, maybe it's because they're like, you know, they modeled for a photo or whatever. But they all look sexy, and maybe it's just me. Maybe I just like, you know, like to be slapped around a little bit, you know. But. A dominant woman? Would you rather have a dominant woman, like a like an MMA fighter, or would you rather have like an Asian, like a like some woman straight from Vietnam that like is just she just chills and doesn't say much and just looks are the same. Uh, they're both sevens. Well, the MMA, they're both eights. The MMA girl is going to be a little bit thicker and and more and, and stronger. Mm-hmm. Well, you know like I mean? like like I've I've dated bodybuilders and and and, and like like fitness, you know, so. When you're when you're getting ready for a competition or you're getting ready for a fight, like yeah, you build up, but like that's not how they live their life, you know. So uh, beyond like what you to answer your question, um, a top or a bottom? What do you want? I would go for I guess, the top if you want. Yeah, I would I would go for the the UFC fighter over the the um, submissive uh, Vietnamese woman. Yeah, I feel like man, submissive can be a little boring it. sometimes. It just gets you know boring. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, tell me where to go for dinner, goddammit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like no pushback on anything, just kind of like there yeah, for the ride. Yeah, yeah. And they're sexy and they're fit, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I don't mind that, man. You know, but like, you know, you get on Twitter. Are you on Twitter? I'm not. Goddammit. Could we get somebody on this podcast that has a Twitter? <laughs> for fuck's sake. I said I was going to sign up for one, but I didn't. You I didn't. I, I think just, Kirk you know, did because he was it's talking called to me X about now. Actually, yeah, yeah, whatever. Elon Musk, you know, <laughs> the <laughs> app formerly known as Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still Twitter. I hate that. I'm so sick of it's seeing that in articles. Uh, formerly known as. I, yeah, or they'll yeah. just put it in like we get parentheses. It. It's Twitter. It's yeah. It feels like they didn't think it through because <laughs> y- you post a video on Twitter. It's an X video now. Well, I think I think he definitely thought it through. Like X, it, it, X like pornographic. Yeah, like the most popular porn site in the world. Yeah, you know, huh? but it's not triple X. It's just single X, which is just kind of like a kiss from your. I mean, your mom can give you an X if you go to X dot com. That's true. What's your that mom take can you give to? you an X. If you go to X dot com, does that take you to Twitter? I mean, it should. I I yeah, think probably. it does. Yeah. You have a computer right there. Yeah, but I don't. I don't feel like doing that. Kirk, can you do that? Do what? What's X dot com take you to? It's Twitter. It takes you to Twitter. Oh, that's what I would put my yeah. money on. I would put all my money on that. Really? Yeah, because <laughs> the, yeah, because they changed their name to X. So you know, and Elon Musk can afford that domain. Wow. I wonder who had that domain. It was probably like X Hamster or something. Yeah, maybe you, maybe we should buy you, Y and Z. You porn. <laughs> yeah, Y dot not W H Y, but just the letter Y, and not like spelled out the letter Y, but just Y. Yeah. You know why. It's three lines. It's 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 a tri. It's 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 two thirds of a triangle on top, and like they misplaced. It's the like other an upside third. down Mercedes symbol. Well, what does that Basically, have to do yeah. with anything? Yeah. What? Well, we should buy that. Why? Uh, just in case Elon Musk changes his mind. 
Okay. <laughs> Dude, I'm trying to get fortuneradio.com, but it's... Uh, Who has that? It's, it's going to cost us. How much? It's going to cost us like at least a G, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Some some people just buy up domain names that they think are going to yeah. be popular, and they just sit on them, dude. That's just it's a business. People do that shit. It's crazy. I thought about it in 1998 before Devin was even born. I was mm-hmm. thinking about buying up domain names. So funny. This guy never had to turn his computer off for the millennium. Yeah, he doesn't even know, dude. He doesn't even know. He's only heard about it. He's post dial up, right? Like you were. Yeah. You're post dial up. Yeah. Oh my god, Kirk, dude was born in the year. In the year 2000. <laughs> like we're, we're... In the year 2000. Do you guys not know what I'm talking about? No, it's annoying as fuck, though. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> what, um, uh, That's Conan, bro. That shit was so funny. Dude, like we were born in the 1900s. You know what I mean? That's fucking crazy. <laughs> late, yeah, late. The late 1900s. Yeah, yeah. So we're Close based... Devin, 9-11 is just three, three numbers then. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this dude just experiences 9 11. Like, uh, well, I was one years old. Yeah, you were sucking so. on your mom's tit when you're. Do you remember where you were at 9 11? Yeah, I you was remember? In a crib, yeah, you know, just watching the TV. TV. <laughs> you yeah. remember when that second plane hit and you were like, I do. Fuck those damn I mean, how can you not remember where you were? You needed some milk. That shit was terrifying, dude. I remember I was getting ready for school and I was watching it on the TV in my parents' room. And I watched that second plane hit and I was just like, holy shit, man. Like, whoa. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm not trying to go down that road. No, so here we are. We got Devin uh, and we do this every time. Uh, the mic is yours. Tell us a little bit about yourself, please. Hey, uh, I'm Devin. I'm a recording arts student at CU Denver. So uh, I'm trying to be a sound guy, audio engineer. Uh, I'm also a guitar player. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I work at the same shop as, uh, as Aaron here working on guitars and, and amps and stuff. Cool. Yeah, that's shit. Thanks man. Thanks for being on the show. Yeah. Thanks for coming by for yeah, real. Of course. Yeah. I wanted to have you on. Um, I, and I don't know if we want to jump right into it, but dude, I thought when I found out that you were a test tube baby, I thought that was really yeah. interesting because like I've heard about it before. But I never actually met somebody that was. We we can definitely talk about that. Well, we're gonna we're talking about it. What's it even mean? You got two dads, or no, like so, two sexy uh, moms? Or? <laughs> no, so uh, my dad was a sperm donor. Um, uh huh. You know. Um, do you so know him? I, no, no. So you can check a box when you when you do that, um, and uh, so you don't want contact. So he uh, he's probably just trying to pay his bills. Yeah. You know? um, didn't want want thirty kids knocking so who, on his so door. So who's your mom, room. and why did she go? To, you know, um, I don't know. I, I she was a little older uh, yeah. when she had me, forty two. Are so. you an only child? I am. Yeah. So only child, it's grew expensive. up with a single mother. Um, but yeah. Jesus, could you imagine what this fucking guy's dad looked like? I know. I know. And then it's like, <laughs> so did she? And then my question too is, were you like the middle shelf? Of what you could select, or were you the top I don't shelf? Know. I don't know. Because you know they come in and they say, "Okay, well, it's going to be ten thousand dollars for the middle yeah. shelf." Yeah. Uh, and his brunette, mom's, his mom's brown eyes, brown hair. Uh, you know, he's a decent, you know, decent height. But then it's like, if you want to pay a hundred G's, you can get the Aryan yeah. fucking Viking <laughs> kid guy. Yeah. You know, and his, you know his father. We was just a, had John Stamos drop off the load. Yeah, here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, you want that one? Yeah, or, you can uh, finance it. Yeah, you can yeah, finance yeah. the load. Yeah, yeah. Mike's so where okay. where are you, uh, dude, Kirk? You can't even see this fucking guy. You should see his hairline, dude. Jesus Christ! I mean, if I <laughs> if I could buy sperm and knock myself up, and you know, according to libs, it's possible. Um, I want 
They got more? Is there more? Probably. I mean, I, I doubt it was just the one sperm. Well, be- no, you can't just get one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we could take, we could pull all those sperm. I mean, out. the chances of, of there being some more uh, human beings running around the earth that I look know. just I, like you. I, and, I have, yeah. I mean, or... I could have 30 siblings. So yeah. does your mom, she's never had a, a man, you've never had a father other than Correct. a sperm donor? Correct. You're just raised by your mom? Yep. And she's not a lesbian? Nope. She's a straight woman? Correct. And it's the sperm and your mom's egg. Yep. So who's the good-looking one? Like your mom or the guy you don't know? Um, I don't know. I mean, probably the guy I don't know. Yeah. So you're saying your mom's not, not hot? See, I didn't want to answer that question. Because... Right. It was kind of a trap. Yeah. Is yeah. your mom hot? Was the question kind of indirect? So how how did you grow up? Like, uh, how was that? I guess you know, like, um, you, you, you know. must get asked a lot. I do. Like, I do. Um, are you comfortable with it? Yeah. Does yeah, it make you depressed? No, Does no. It... I, I mean, there are times where it's made me a little depressed, yeah. you know, um, but I think it's a little different than, you know, a father walking out on their kid. Cause yeah. I, I think that can, that has different, different, he went and uh, got a pack of smokes before yeah. he, he ever thought of it. It's not like that. Um, but you know, I, I don't know. I, I definitely regret not having a, a father in my Wait, life, but uh, that's, it could be a regret. Cause, not, yeah, I didn't yeah. do anything, but, yeah. um, you but, wish, yeah, I wish, but, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, shit happens, and you're here. I'm, I'm thankful for what my mom did for me, and yeah, um, she brought you into this world. Yeah. I, I I do joke about it a lot with my friends, though. Mm-hmm. It's, it's definitely bizarre, fun. man. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And uh, oh man, I, I I you know I'm trying to be nice, uh, but oh, it's not a sensitive topic. So. It, it, even if it is, I just. I've never been presented with this situation. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm struggling to find something witty to say, and then all I could like talk about is like your mom. I'm single too, so she's you know single right. and ready to mingle. Yeah, he likes older women. Yeah, we could bring a little baby bro. No thanks. Oh okay. <laughs> well, it's really up to your mom, so yeah, pass it on. <laughs> Oh my god! So, but uh, to to donate sperm, right? You need to be college educated. You need to have like clean, no STDs, yeah. no diseases. There's prerequisites. Yeah, to... yeah, yeah. I, so not I, anybody yeah. can just. I, they're not yeah. taking my seed. They won't take my plasma. <laughs> yeah, but, we could talk about women all day. Yeah, I, that's fine. I would love uh, to. But yeah, they're they're not taking my seed. So why aren't they taking your seed? I'm not a college educated. So they won't is take your seed. A, I didn't realize. Yeah, I didn't realize it was a thing. I thought to. I thought to like donate or sell sperm. Like you, you got to be college educated. I don't think so, dude. Pretty sure. Yeah. I know a little bit about the guy. You know, I have. Would like you a do it? Sheet. Um. Yeah, I think I would. Like, father if I needed time. the money, I mean, it probably pays pretty good, right? It's okay. I don't know. You can you can make so much you more money from... being being a surrogate. Okay. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, but. It's different. Yeah, it's different. It's different. Yeah, I mean, one's jerking off into a cup, and the other yeah. one's holding yeah. a baby nine <laughs> months. I would hope the surrogate yeah. is paid <laughs> more, dude. But, but only, you know, like, you know, let's keep it, you know, DEI is important. DEI. And, uh, uh, Kirk, can you help me with the DEI? Uh, can you help David with the things that he says that he doesn't know about? D- it's equity. Are talking about diversity? Equity and equity. Inclusion. Yeah. Oh, we've got a saying like that at work. It's D E R. Yeah, yeah. Dignity, empathy, and respect. Dur. 
character. Yeah, I was talking to these guys, and they work at a guitar shop, and they're not allowed to play the guitar while they're there. It's so not even like that. There's no dignity. No, it's not like there's that. There's no empathy, no. and there's no respect <laughs> for guitar playing. That's actually kind of how it is. It's kind of like the cops, like serve and protect. No, yeah. we, I'd like to talk about that shop a little bit because, dude, okay. um, you know, we'll have, we, can be, we can be careful about it, but I, I think... Uh, I really love that fucking job, man. It, there, there are some very big positives. Yeah, um, and and it's one of those shops that, you know, it, it's it's an old school shop. It's not there are not many out there used guitar stores that have a bunch of vintage stuff in there. There's just not a lot of them out there anymore. They're they're being swallowed up by the big big corporations, by mm-hmm. the guitar centers and mm-hmm. the Sam Ashes, you know. Um, so I, I've, in some, some ways I feel like I hit a gold mine yeah, of, of finding like a shop like that where it's, it, it feels like it, it could be, you know, a seventies, eighties shop. I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. Even nineties. I mean, I mean, it didn't really start phasing out until probably the early two thousands, um, big and, time, you know, and, <clears throat> and tell me if I'm wrong, but I get the feeling that Chris is almost like. And I don't want to say father figure, but he's he's like almost he's he's a male role model in your life. Chris is the owner, of the yeah, manager. in a way, because I feel that same way. And like I I have my father, but I feel like I feel like Chris is like there on the daily, and I'm learning a lot from him. And you know, I, he's a little far out, and he says some some shit that's not exactly PC, but it's like he knows who, he he knows who he is. That's how you know he's a good yeah, guy. Yeah, you know he knows who he is, and he's not <laughs> apologetic for it. And he's he's a businessman. He's a good businessman. He's he's taught me a lot about the the art of negotiation. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and and setting up guitars, and you know, yeah. I w- I would not say anything close to a father figure, but um, well, but you, I get you, I get you don't even you, you couldn't you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I get what you mean, like. I just I like kinda, you yeah. know if you don't know the answer to something, don't bullshit it. Just say you don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah. like stuff like that. Like little lessons. He taught me that. He taught me that too. Everyone in the shop because they get that question in the interview where nobody knows it, and then everyone tries question. to bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and dude, honestly, and he says it's oh millennials do it, but you're Gen Z, and every I think everybody does it because they don't want to sound stupid. But yeah, it's we're like, millennials. Well, but yeah, we're millennials. It, it's yeah. your you're trained in other every other job you've ever had to kiss the customer's ass to you know do everything and under the sun to make them happy um, regardless of if they're respecting you or or you know um, yeah. in in the shop so customers always right and that's yeah, not that's not that's the case not the shop, at gravity so. music gear so i deliver hot tubs now and uh, when i deliver them every once in a while i get like well they told me this and all what I'm thinking in my head is like I'm sure they did because they'll tell you anything to sell a hot tub, <laughs> you know. You got bamboozled, yeah. Uh, whatever, you know. And uh, call HR. I'm not the guy to talk to. <laughs> I mean, call the store. Yeah, yeah. I'm just here dropping this off, lady. You know. Yeah. And you didn't answer the door in a bikini. Uh, I'm still waiting for that. But God, uh, I'm waiting for that too, man. I used to always fantasize about that when I delivered oh, pizzas. God. <sighs> you never deliver pizzas to hot chicks. Yeah, they don't eat a lot of pizza. That's how they stay fit. But what I like seeing about Devin here, he's 23. You're working in your passion. Aaron and I did that, too. We were 21. Before we were 21, we worked on the railroad swinging fucking hammers. Like, I don't know. Like, like it was awful. And then at 21, we got into weed. A little bit of a passion project, you know. And, um, you know, that took us somewhere. Neither one of us still worked there. Neither one of us are even in that industry anymore. But... It was really nice to just like come to yourself and, and discover yourself working in something that you're passionate about, man. And I think uh, I see it in you. You're happy with what you do. Yeah. You're happy working at this shop. Uh, you're making what eighteen bucks an hour? 
17. Rather not say. We'll say. <laughs> that's, not, say. that's not classy. He doesn't have to say. Well, you know what it is. It's $14. Yeah. It's not. It don't matter, dude. The dude looks good. He just came here from a haircut. Yeah, you got to clean. He's it, clean it's, cut. It's not about the money, man. It's about yeah. the... the your, you, you, you came out of school, and, and you're starting your adult life. Yep. It's something you're passionate about. You're not going to go sit behind a desk and run numbers. Yep. You're not going to go sit behind a desk and try to, you know... You, yeah. you didn't even get into guitar sales, yeah. you know? You, you, you're there to sell guitars. You're trying to be a, t- a guitar tech. You went to school for it, right? Well, I go to school for You're... recording. Oh, okay, nice <clears throat> for the soundboards and shit. Yep, yep, exactly. Nice, um, but yeah, I, I decided pretty early on um, that I was not going to do anything that didn't make me happy, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I, I I didn't really think too too detailed into it until I got to college, where I was like, what what exactly do I need in my life to to be happy, you know, is it really that much? Um, so where did money, at what point did money come into play or has it ever? It hasn't yet. Um, you know, I, the field I'm going into is, is very, uh, it's uncertain. It's hard to get into. Um, you know, you kind of need to get in there with connections and I don't know. I I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I, I'm, I'm prepared for, many years of of not doing well financially but um, <laughs> but it's it's worth it for for what i do or for what i want to do you, know? you have no idea yeah what you're about I, to get I, into, don't, I don't but i don't but i but dude the universe is talking to this motherfucker too though because dude they're setting up they're building a recording studio right next door to our job dude. yeah and like this motherfucker like dude that's going to be great for yeah. for networking and meeting people and like for sure dude, so and you, can, you could potentially um become a uh, what's the word an intern yeah you know uh, that's and, what i'm looking for right now i yeah. i, I want to go talk to them before they have anything set up that's Be a good the idea. first one in there yeah you need to walk yeah. into every venue you ever walk by walk in yeah. and say i want to run your soundboard we got a buddy Eli, yeah. and when I go to that venue in Greeley, he owns it. He didn't go to school for it. For it. Like you guys are together, the soundboard, and he's like, "This is fucked." And he's got to run in and fix whatever's on the soundboard. Mm-hmm. And he's got a guy in there, you know. So any venue you walk into, you say, "Look, I, I can run a soundboard. Let me take it off your hands," and you're gonna say for free. Just let me have the experience. Exactly. Uh, shit, dude. I mean, you know, that, that, that's one avenue. But you're trying to do more recording than live. Yeah, so I mean, I'm open to live live sound, but I'm definitely definitely more into the studio stuff. Yeah. And you know, I feel truly happy when I'm in those big sessions recording bands. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, and I love mixing and mastering. So that's just the 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 post work after the the band records. You run through and make it sound good, make it equal. Dude, I'm I'm bare minimum gonna go through. I'm gonna go through you for mastering for this new track that I'm Dude. working on. And like honestly, if you want to record the final copy, I'm into it. If you're into it, yeah. Um, we, we have these studios at, at, at my school that are, are top notch. I mean, they're oh, you can, phenomenal, you, dude. Dude, and um, you have access you to can, them? Yeah, oh, yeah. Dude. Yeah. That's fucking um, sick. I mean, we got like a like crazy, crazy expensive gear that I would never have access to, um, you know, just at my disposal. Um, Damn, somebody's, is somebody doing construction work? Sometimes I like to have the windows open because you can hear the hear the city, but if it's construction work, it's we might have It's 9 p.m. on a Saturday. <laughs> Yeah, what? It's just Denver. I want to say two things, can I? Yeah, please. Kirk, um, you you kind of went to school for for recording and all that, right? 
uh, recording, broadcasting media. Media, okay. yeah. Yeah, Kirk. Kirk's uh, kind of a news guy, conservative news right. uh, producer. Um, so anyway, I want to get that out there. And then uh, the next thing I want to say was, I've never been in a recording studio. You have? Yeah. Of course you have. Yeah, yeah. Multiple Is it like times. what you see on the movies, like where like P Diddy's there with like what looks like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of electric equipment, and there's a and he's got a mic. And then there's a piece of glass, and then there's a soundproof studio beyond that. And, you know, like Eminem, I need more, I need more snare. I need more, like, is that how it is? That's exactly what it's like. Really? Like, it, they, they didn't? <clears throat> no, I mean, you know, obviously there's some exaggerations, but. Um, yeah, but that's pretty but, much what it but is. But yeah, I mean, I, the studios at, at school that I go to and, and record people in, you know, they have the glass. It's called a control room. Mm-hmm. So that's the room where the uh, the sound engineer sits in. Mm-hmm. They make sure that everything is recorded properly, um, and then you have the tracking room, which is on the other side of the glass. That's where the artist um, is. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and and you do that because you don't want you don't want any sound to to bleed through the two rooms because it is it sound recording. or is it frequencies? Uh, both. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Because there's a lot <clears throat> of EMF, right? Like this. Electromagnetic frequencies, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, even when we had that speaker on and we were doing a sound check on here, I could hear like, it's like he's like, oh, it's a speaker. So, well, I can't hear the speaker, but what we're hearing is that frequency, right? Yeah, I mean that that that's more that's definitely more of a guitar thing. Um, I mean, when you're when you run a speaker really loud, it can do that regardless. Um, but you know, when you're in a really controlled environment like a studio. Um, Hopefully there's there's no background noise like that. So Devin, I heard you play. You played uh, when you got here. I did. This dude plays the blues. Uh, dope. He could play country music too if he has to. If he uh, has to. Anybody listen, he could play it. It's good. Um, but you play the blues. You like the blues. I love the blues. Um, I I grew up on more more rock, but um, you know, as I was graduating high school, I, I got more into blues for sure. I lo- love Freddie King, uh, some Muddy Waters. Mm-hmm. BB BB King, yeah, all the kings, yeah, Albert kings. King, oh <clears throat> Albert too, yeah. Got, I know, I only know BB. I don't know Freddie or Albert, but yeah, me either, dude. I know, right. I know yeah. Herb Albert. There's, yeah, Freddie that's King jazz, is, a, I guess, more than blues. Yeah. Freddie uh, King is the guy that Eric Clapton was looking at, and he was uh, like, "Holy shit, this yeah. is incredible." Sometimes that's what you got to do. You have to see like <clears throat> who your your influences are yeah. getting influenced by. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like kind of like the golden ticket. It can be, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. So who do you put on, or who do you credit? Like this guy's <clears throat> audience. This guy's been playing guitar since he's eight, and he's good. He does things with his fingers that I don't even want to talk about. But who do you uh, like credit with, like your inspiration, like for starting with music, or my inspiration now? Because it's definitely changed over the years. Well, let's go through it then. Okay. Um, well, I I grew up and my, my mom exposed me to a lot of uh, a lot of classic rock, a lot of sixties and seventies stuff. Um, so I was really Mine into too. Zeppelin, yeah. um, stuff like that. Um, and uh, Starship, was, uh, Jefferson Starship, like my yeah. mom. Um, and I, I got a little older and and I got really into ACDC. That was my thing. Mm-hmm. I loved the fucking all, the, everything. I just mm-hmm. loved it. And uh, just what, what, the heavy, <clears throat> just the pound fucking like, Angus, just yeah, ripping. dude. I mean, it, it, that guy was just killing it on the SG, he was, he was shredding solos. And and, mm-hmm. and the great thing about ACDC is, is you know, it's it's a heavier 
rock band. Well, I mean, not for Something modern metal, times, but, but, yeah, yeah. but it, back in the day, they it was hit, pretty it heavy. It was pretty the, heavy. All, all, they hit hard. They yeah. hit that guitar um, hard. They don't use a lot of gain. Like, it's really Seriously? just not a lot of gain. It's all treble. They're How are they fucking, getting that distortion? It's, it's all treble. Just treble? I mean, yeah, he would run a little bit of gain, but, but it, what it was What does that not, mean? It's like distortion. Like it's like it. how hard you're pushing your amp, in a way, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah so when I'm down when, for David, please. Huh? What was you have that? to dumb it down for David a little bit. Oh yeah. Sure. yeah. Well, so and I'm, I'm and I'm going to give you the opportunity to do that. So when I'm on in in, in the car and yeah. you got you got bass treble, and you always got the bass up about three quarters. What what the fuck am I doing with treble? All right, so. The treble is the higher frequencies, the mid-range is the mid-frequencies, and the, the lows are the low frequencies. So base, yeah. it's, if you're looking at a, a sound, like, like any sound, it will have certain bumps in, 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 in the lows, mids, or highs. Um, so the treble is like the, I don't, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, what I always <laughs> figured is like, it's like bass is drums, treble is guitar. Not necessarily. No, yeah, because I'm. Yeah, but it, um, you know. there are parts of the the drum that are really bass heavy, like the kick drum. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the cymbals are are really That's high. A it's like it's like the uh, it's like the, if you have too much treble, so could it's you like even, ear piercing. Could you it's, talk about the the uh, the frequency in in a matter of hertz when you talk about treble, bass, and mid? Um, somewhat. I I I can, I can give it an attempt. Um, yeah. So, but that but you don't need to. But mm-hmm. is that the way to? Is that the way to really think about it? It's just frequencies, like a like a high end to a low end frequency. Yeah. Of, yeah. Of I would say that. Um, a lot of bass frequencies are probably. I mean, I think even like two fifty hertz would fit into bass, but um, but. A lot of like, like if you're hearing hip hop music, the 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 bass, eight oh eight, that's mm-hmm. or dubstep. that's a hundred and below, um, usually. Um, but yeah, for sure. So this is the science behind music. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a way to to uh, measure it precisely it, it, instead of just like having a feeling of like, oh, this is low end. It's a way to look at it if you were to put it on a graph, um, and, and you would yeah. like see it. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, so. A lot of what you would do as a sound engineer or part of it is it's called EQing. It's equalizing, mm-hmm. and so that is you can you can look at the whole frequency response, um, and the human here can hear from twenty hertz at the lowest to twenty thousand hertz at the highest. Um, there are some people that have reportedly heard a little higher than that, but it, it's not the freaks. It, it's not an amount of people that is like significant. And if if you're over twenty thousand hertz, like what are you hearing? Like it's it's a screech, almost like, nothing. It basically, what happens it's like a you, dog whistle, right? Yeah, I mean you're okay. not even going to hear it. It yeah, basically yeah. what happens when you get older is you lose more of the higher frequencies. So okay. if you if you do a test of a sixty year old, a forty year old, and a twenty year old, it's almost certain that the sixty year old the the highest frequency that they can hear is lower than the. Uh, than the forty-year-old, mm-hmm. and then lower than the twenty-year-old. The forty-year-old. Yeah. So you lose that over time, um, and, and it's just <clears throat> death. It's your body, yeah, yeah. your body decomposing. Mm-hmm. You lose your as sight. You, as you lose you, your, as you your live, hearing. So. You lose your yeah. So it's, you have this. You have this thing in your ear. It looks like a snail. It's called a cochlea. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, that has little hair cells in them. So, mm-hmm. so they stand up, and when those frequencies go into your ear, they jiggle. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's an, too much of that frequency, it can knock it down, and it's not coming back up. So you lose that uh, frequency. Uh, so when you hear your ear ringing... Is that, is that, That's the highest pitch you'll ever hear. No, yeah. No, no, it's not necessary. Not it was necessary. too high, and it damaged the cochlea. Yes, if you have to, when you hear your ear ringing, that means that you are permanently losing some frequencies. Um, That's so fucked. when you go to a concert and it's way too fucking loud, which mm-hmm. is every concert, right. you know, it's yeah. ridiculous. Especially when you want to get right up. Yeah, you're yeah. like on the speaker, yeah. and you're just I, vibing and, out. And you come out, and your ears ringing. That is permanent hearing loss every time. Mm-hmm. Damage. Um, yeah, I should probably wear uh, earplugs. Yep, Dude, I, I used to do it. Like we'd go to shows, remember? And, like you'd stand right. You want to be right there, you know? Yeah, yeah. and uh, it was cool. It's it's great to hear loud shit. It, yeah. it feels better. You can feel it physically. Yeah, you but, can physically feel the sound. Yeah. That's something also we were talking about waves and frequency. It's like trying to make something that's not tangible, tangible. Being able to actually see the wave, see the sound. And it's like when yeah. you're listening to that low end at a show and you and that and that sub is is hitting really hard and it's shaking your rib cage it's like okay now it's actually becoming tangible yeah. like this this invisible shit i can actually feel this yeah. shit you know and i equate that to like a really resonant guitar you know when you you strum a chord and you can feel it vibrate yes. it's the same shit yeah you're sitting down, but with you're it. not damaging your ears. No, 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 yeah, yeah. But yeah. you can feel you can feel the vibration run through your whole body. Yeah, it's like yeah. you're you're sitting with an acoustic guitar and you can like feel it in your sternum. Yeah. It was your like rib la- cage. last week we went to your mom's house and. Uh, oh my god! It's, there's it's a club. There's so many beautiful women. <laughs> First off, uh, I'll, I'll get I'll get on what Aaron's saying. Tabitha, I'm Joan. in there. I'm in there, and I'm like, every woman in here is gorgeous. Like mm-hmm. of all different. Shapes, sizes, creeds, whatever. A lot of different creeds. There was women. First off, there was women in that bar, which is nice, you know, when you show up to a bar. Yeah. And they were all hot. Okay. Mm-hmm. But remember the floor? And remember that sound system? I in remember there? Tabitha you could, Joan. You could, yeah, I, I remember her too. Tabitha Joan? I remember her too. But you could see, you could feel like they got that <clears throat> bass and you stand on that floor in front of that DJ. And like it, it that bass resonates through you. It's almost like they had got a like a subwoofer in the floor, and it's like, you know, you know, like my titties are bouncing type shit. You yeah, know? but which uh, is a good feeling. Frequency is cool. So, what do you know about four hundred thirty-two megahertz or, or or like healing frequencies? Do you know anything about that? I don't. I, I know there is um, some sort of like uh, music healing practice that goes on, but I, I really don't know much about it. Okay. Um, Hey Kirk, what's the healing frequency? Because four four forty is what is the standard is that tune. Hertz or megahertz? I'm not sure. I can yeah. find that. That's very Thank different. you. I believe it's MHZ. That's megahertz. Megahertz right? is thousand. So yeah. So you said four. Four forty is like what you tune to, isn't it? Isn't that so like standard 44, tuning? Forty four thousand. That would be forty four thousand hertz. Okay. Is megahertz just means thousand hertz is mm-hmm. individual. So you, if it was four hundred hertz, it'd be. It's like the Dewey Decimal System. So I've got this this uh, thought that's running around in my head where it's like, all right, so, and this is kind of far out, but, all right, so people don't go to church as much as they used to, and I feel like there's this kind of vibe when you go into a show, it's almost kind of like this divine religious experience, you know, it's like a, uh, the community is gathered and and they're 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 witnessing something and there's this energy transfer taking place. And it's it's almost like 
It's I've definitely felt that. Do you at, know what I mean? At some shows I've been to, Pokey Lafarge would be one of them. And those are the shows you tell people, when this guy comes to town, you need to see him. Yeah. No matter what town you're in, yeah, you got to go see this guy because it's a party and you're going to dance and you can't help but dance and everybody else is in there dancing. You can't yeah. have a bad time. Yeah. So how does that happen? And I've also been to like Buckethead. Uh-huh. Who, who's who's just great. a great artist? Fucking fantastic! But everybody's having a terrible time at that show. I I think it's um, because because there's music that like is a little more simple that is is aimed to to be catchy. It's aimed for Country you music. to be able to move to it. Mm-hmm. You know, and and Buckethead is is more of a refined taste. Do you like, know Pokey? It, I don't know. Okay. Um, but Buckethead is, is more of like a, I feel like Buckethead is a guitarist's favorite artist, you know, because he's doing, that's what he's doing. the most complicated shit off. you can ever he's do. He's just putting on a guitar And for show. a lot of people, that's just not for them. Um, he just, he just, it's, but, ma- it's kind of masturbatory. But yeah. It's, it's but, impressive though. And he actually, he legitimately wears a bucket on his head, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah. Yeah. Which is. Uh, yeah. KFC bucket. Yeah. The, the, uh, chicken um, massacre. The and chicken it, massacre. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's, it's incredible artistry. It's, it, he's an extremely talented person. Oh, his shows um, are but terrible. That I would, I, I, music, I, yeah. I would tell you if you were like, I'm going to buy tickets to the Buckethead show, I would say, don't, don't. do it. Dude, do you know who I saw that was fucking amazing recently? Adam Sandler, live. You yeah. saw Adam Sandler? I saw Adam Sandler live. What, you get that fucking special Jew ticket or what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How did you see Adam Sandler? I got called by the rabbi. He sent me and he sp- sang all the songs and all that shit? Yeah. Did he, you sing the Chris Farley song? He did. Made you cry? Uh, it was so beautiful, dude. I mean, the guy's a, a real talent. I'd love to do what he's doing. <laughs> I mean, a real inspiration for sure. Like comedy and music combined, dude. And that guy, he's a slayer. And the thing is, dude, and during throughout this set, it was like you can tell that he still goes through a lot of the same shit that everybody else does in like depression and shit like that. Even though he has, it seems like he has it all. He has a family, he has money. But like, dogs. But he said, he still said, um, uh, he booked the tour and it was like a 24 city tour. Uh, because he he was bored with his life. He was fucking, he, mm-hmm. you know, he wanted some adventure. And, and, Who opened for him? Who did he bring along? Um, was it Schneider? Dude, it was fucking Schneider, and he killed. He, Schneider's so dude, fucking Dude, he fucking funny, killed, dude. and he's got a voice. Schneider, Schneider sang a song, and Adam was playing uh, guitar, and dude, Rob Schneider has a voice on him, dude, and he slayed. He slayed. That's the other thing I like about Adam Sandler is uh, from the beginning, he's brought his homies along. Yeah, he's made people. Yeah, Rob cool. Schneider's funny. Nick Swartzen's funny. Mm-hmm. Alan Covert's funny. He brought them all, dude. You know who else was there? That was really funny. Uh, God, I don't remember his name. He was in Waterboy. He was like the weird cross-eyed guy. He's kind of a bigger guy, thicker guy. Uh, the the dude like the, the the assistant coach that was. Dude, I, the Waterboy has a crazy cast. If you get down into the Waterboy's cast, yeah. uh, um, the dude that's like, uh, that guy catches a ball like Joe Montana. Oh, yeah. Remember yeah. that? Yeah, I remember. You know who that is? No. That's Ron Howard's brother. That's crazy. Clint Howard. Clint Howard? Glenn, yeah. I think. Glenn Howard. Hey. That's uh, Ron Howard's brother. So I have two uh, updates. One, hailing frequency. Really tough to uh, research what that is exactly because there's so much uh, Star Trek information that is yeah. just littering uh, search Google search DuckDuckGo Star Trek information. <laughs> I think like science fiction. Yeah, Star Trek. That's just your Alien algorithm. Frequency. That's your algorithm, Kirk. 
Yeah, well, I use uh, different uh, search engines as well, and so unfortunately, uh, can't find any real good clear information on that. Well, stop uh, using as, Ask Jeeves; it's antiquated. Well, okay, I use DuckDuckGo, so I don't know how antiquated that is. But uh, as far as the cross-eyed uh, actor or character in uh, Waterboy, his name is Jonathan Lockridge. Fuck yeah, dude. We is. talked about the guy that's like got the frog legs. He's like, bah, yeah. Bah, yeah, he's yeah. in a lot of Sandler's movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. He doesn't talk like that, but that's not his real voice. Yeah. But Sandler, man, he brought them all along, dude. Even yeah. now, like if, if you watch his, like his Netflix movies, his daughters are in them. His wife's in them. Mm-hmm. Even Schneider's new movie. Like it, and it's all happy Madison. Like, you know, yeah, it, his, it's just, his production he'll, he'll do anything for any, like any one of his friends. Uh, and I hate to think, I hate to say it, but it's just like, dude, I can't help but think about what his bank account's looking like. Adam Sandler. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I bet he don't worry about it. He's not worried. The Sandman. He's not worried about it. Yeah. He don't worry about it. Are you a Sandler fan? You're, you're younger. Uh, not really. Have you seen happy Gilmore? I've not. Oh my gosh! Oh, I have not seen a lot. There's a lot of movies where we got to enlighten this guy. Because have you seen Billy Madison? I have not. Because he's what, like, 13 years younger than us? Like, there's a lot of shit that we. I wish he would just get the fuck out of here. Right? Yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna <laughs> the need. Fuck! Dude. You're gonna need to leave. You got to see All Happy right. Gilmore first off. Okay. Uh, it's, it's Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison. Yeah, I think Happy Gilmore is probably more important and more funny. But if you really want it, like, I mean. The guy's got a hundred goddamn movies. Let's move on from Adam Sandler because Devin doesn't even know. Yeah, he doesn't even know. I'd like. I want to talk to Devin about some real deal shit. Uh, yeah. Well, because I want to know uh, what you're listening to right now, your favorite group, uh, and then uh, just I don't know. I, somehow I want to talk about some shit that we experienced in our youth that you that you didn't experience that okay. that changed that I don't know. Just the whole Gen Z thing is kind of interesting to me, dude. Yeah. Because let's like, move on. Who yeah. are the the two best bands in the world? Tool and Radiohead. Radiohead, uh, dude, I, Radiohead's up there. That sure. ever existed. Tool and Radiohead. What do um, you think? Number one's probably Soundgarden. I got the tattoo. Not bad. Um, okay. I, I've, that's been my favorite band. Chris since, Cornell, right? Yeah. Yep. Since, since junior year of high school. Mm-hmm. Or probably before that. But um, that's, that's definitely my favorite. Um, and I never really get sick of them. Um, you know, I just kind of love every album. Black um, Hole Sun. Yeah, that's them. Um, and then... Another artist I'm listening to right now. Um, I wouldn't say this is my favorite, but I really love the Melvins. The Melvins. Uh, the Melvins are the shit, dude. dude I, I saw them in '80s yeah. punk, right? '90s, '80s punk. So they were they were kind of the in the mix in the the grunge movement with Nirvana. Grunge, they, they weren't uh, as commercially you know mm-hmm. except successful, but uh, I mean they've been touring for 40 years. What's the song I would know? I don't even know if you would. I'm sure I would. Uh, Houdini. How does it go? Uh, couldn't do it off the top of my head. Sing for me. But uh, they're they're great, man. I, I saw them uh, in Boulder last year. Yeah, fucking awesome show. Dope. Um, they got to be getting up there. Yeah, these, they're they're fucking kind of old these days, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, they are. Uh, but they're still touring, uh, and they Fuck play yeah. like really small venues, which are my favorite kind of venues. Me the, too. the ones where. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the the lead singer walked by me, and I didn't even fucking notice him. Damn, he has mm-hmm. a big fucking white afro. Um, and you didn't notice it. Yeah, I didn't notice it. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, I see that every day. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, they're great. Um, I always love those shows. Uh, one example I have, uh, it was at the Bluebird, and I think Rodrigo, like, this was years ago, I think Rodrigo was just like, come come see the show. And it was, uh, oh, man, I, now I'm forgetting the name of the band, but it was like, dude, 
No idea. Just like, no, oh, friend invited me. No idea who the band is. Show up to the Bluebird. It's a tiny venue, basically the smallest you can get into. And it just rocked, man. Like, and, and you're like, oh my god, this is now like that's how I, that's how I found Pokey. To be honest with you, uh, I was dating, seeing a girl. I was like, who are you going to see tonight? I was like, Pokey Lafarge, and this was at the Gothic in Anglewood. Well, I'll buy a ticket. I'll go see. She couldn't explain to me what the music he played was, and uh, so you just go. It's just a party, man. Everybody's dancing. Everybody's having a good time. It's just like I think that's the greatest way to see a show. It's like you know, some are small. Yeah. Dude, intimate, the, the yeah. intimate venues where like you can almost. I mean, sometimes you can you can even go back and check out their pedal boards. Yeah, I mean, that's fucking up. sick. That's huge, dude. Yeah. You know, I mean, just being like. No matter where you are in the venue, you're at least ten feet away from them. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the shit. I saw Wu Tang at Cervantes, and uh, what? Yeah, it was fucking sick. Or the other Cervantes, or the other side. Cervantes at Cervantes. Yeah, Wu Tang. Yeah, and uh, it was rad because it's like kind of an intimate. It's intimate for Wu Tang mm-hmm. for sure. And uh, I just remember they had so many people on the stage and like all the crew, all the homies and fools with like white rags on their head and everybody's dancing and it's sick. And then you turn around and look at the audience and it's just all white people. Mm-hmm. And I just, something about that was weird to me. And I don't know if it's even Well, worth... you thought you were at a hip hop show, but you were at a Wu-Tang show. Well, I guess, yeah, but it's just kind of weird. It's like they're just performing for a whole club of white people and it's just kind of like, uh, I don't know. Just, I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of white people in Denver. I guess it's, just it's not taking more time for them to get, you know, to to start liking it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, guys, uh, Wu Tang is from Staten Island, New York. There's a conservative part of New York City. Like, yeah. it's it's not New York City. They're from Staten Island, and they're proud of that. And uh, Wu Tang is for the people. Wu Tang is for the kids. Wu Tang. They want you to know what they're saying. They like they're they're. You're getting into R.A. I introduced you to R.A., the Rugged yeah. Man. Now. Rugged Man's and, so and, good. And he's, yeah. in, like, he's in with that. Do you know him? Uh, yeah, I know a little R.A., bit. I don't, Jedi I, Mind Tricks and yeah. whatever. But he's in that. And it's like they're, they're trying to pass on knowledge and information with their music. So It's, it, yeah, it's yeah. lyricism. It's all about the lyricism. Yeah, it's like poetry, I'm from it's the poetry East, man. I'm from the East Coast, so, I mean, Wu-Tang's huge. Mm-hmm. Um, another one. Where are you from? Uh, Massachusetts. Oh, nice. Yeah, oh, so. yeah, I'm asshole. I have yeah. that on my yeah. yeah, yeah. So another a big one for me. I love 90s hip-hop. Um, mm-hmm. Big Same. L, Big L is the guy. He introduced me. He introduced me to Big L, and Big, Big L's L. really sick. Who's he? I mean, so he 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 died tragically at a really young age. Um, so he really or... didn't. Uh, I I think it was yeah. I a think it was yeah. But uh, he just didn't. He didn't release. I mean, he released released a decent amount of music, but it was nowhere near what he was what going he to do. Done. You know. Right. Um. So, but yeah, Big L. Big L's the guy. You know what me. I heard uh, on that topic. Sublime. Sublime with Rome. Rome stepping down. Sublime just did a show with uh, uh, dudes. Uh, oh man, what's his name? Noel. Bradley Noel's son. So Bradley Noel's son. Bradley Noel was the lead singer of Sublime. Was Sublime. Okay. They had oh, Rome. Yeah, I think I saw this. Yeah, they had Rome. They're gonna Rome's leaving, and uh, the the rumor is now that Bradley Knoll's son is gonna start being the lead singer of Sublime. So I mean that's pretty cool. That's cool. It's kind of like uh, uh, they did that shit with uh, John Bottom's son was yeah, playing. Yeah, yeah. He was playing drums for Zeppelin for a while. That's fucking awesome. And that's really dude. fucking cool. And that's dude. It's like it's like the podcast that I had fucking yesterday with the son of the keyboardist from the Charlie Daniels band. Mm-hmm. Dude, like his genetics run through. Yeah. It's like it's him. It's his father in a way. Like his father and his mother, obviously, but. 
But it's like, yeah, dude, like he's a drip. He's a stalactite of his father's DNA. And, and it's really mm-hmm. cool for the like the fan base of that artist to see like like th- this guy learned everything from the from his father and, you know, I don't know, for me it it just feels really good to like see some famous person's son be in the band yeah. or, or or play a song with them. Yeah, like It's wh- like it's a good feeling. Why does that make me feel really good it's cool it's like a legacy almost yeah, it's like yeah. it's like wolfgang wolfgang uh van halen yeah um playing bass in van halen and shit and it's cool because uh eddie and his and his brother what's his brother's name alex alex van halen i think uh the drummer for van halen uh, something about brothers dude i'm trying to get i'm trying to get two brothers in my group right now my new group the grant brothers you One, can't fail without two with two brothers. they came out of the same womb they were sharing fucking crib for a while you know yeah. what i'm saying like dude there's a connection there that same influences probably yeah exactly yeah dude they're fighting each other and and just there's a lot of love there you know what i mean that's I'd like i'd love it's like, to see Derek and dan like 20 years later dude, and the, the, i would love to see these guys dude the cool he, dude, they're gonna come over for sure the cool part about uh well, Dan is like a really kick-ass uh, pianist, like classically trained for years. Really good. I showed him uh, the new uh, demo, and he's like, dude, I'm going to play bass for this. I-, I can hear bass line in it, so I'm just going to play bass. I was like, dude, I'm into it. Because that fool understands music theory, man. If he wants to play bass, like I'm all for that shit. That's what I'm lacking is the music theory side. Because I taught myself. Same. Same. And there's just a lot of gaps in my music knowledge. Like, like I, I kind of, when I was younger, I was like, I just want to play the cool shit. Like, I want to solo right now. Mm-hmm. I don't care if I can, if I don't know the name of any of the chords on the fretboard, I want to fucking solo like yeah. Van Halen. Yeah, yeah. And so I just skipped straight to that. And, like, after a while, I got, like, pretty adept at some of the more, like, difficult techniques. But the, the foundation, which is arguably more important, mm-hmm. I was lacking on, you know? And it's it's interesting too because well I I, I yeah, studied music theory uh, at University of Northern Colorado for a semester yeah. and then I dropped out. Um, it's but hard, man. It, it's really really difficult and it changes the way that you write music and for think sure. and think for about sure. music and I think it can be good but it also can be bad uh, or maybe not bad as I see, I see what you mean like like mm, you, it it like damages your innocent approach or your like yeah. clean approach it, to it from exactly. like just from within yourself Good. it's like but yeah I, you kind I, of I approach it, you approach it more like a scientist yeah. instead of an artist yeah I I think there's a there's a big problem with uh, theory education right now and this was kind of because I took I took two theory classes in, in college and it, it's just it's you get through the first three, those are all classical, which honestly does not apply to 90% of people nowadays. Like, like kids are not growing up, you know, I mean, there there are definitely people out there, but people are not growing up wanting to make classical music or, or and the, the classical is so fucking rigid in the, in the rules and, and then you get to jazz theory after you take three courses, which is a, it's a lot yeah. and jazz theory is applicable to anything and that's when you get into the fun shit and i think so many people stop short of that and i think we just needed to kind of rethink our our way of educating theory Mm -hmm. uh, in in modern times dude have you learned anything going to school has it made you a better guitarist it hasn't made me a better guitarist um that's not what i study um but it's definitely i I, you, you don't need to go to school for for what i do um but it's why what are you doing then um, so it, it, it's a lot of classes on how to make a good mix. It's a lot of classes on delving deep into compression or... How many people are in these classes? Um, in, in the recording class, it's probably 
30 around. Remember Chris Becker? Yeah. He went to school. Chris Becker was my best friend for year, many, many years. Amazing lyricist. Great, vocalist, great artist, guitarist, yeah. Yeah, pianist, a guitarist. Didn't he went to school yeah. at CU Denver, or Metro, or you know, over there Who? on the campus? Uh, his name's Chris Becker. He's he's a buddy of ours, Maybe. and uh, I think he lives in a commune or something now. Yeah. Who knows? But uh, dude, fucking, he was he was amazing, man. Fucking, he had the voice. He had the he was it. You know. Yeah, he was the lead singer of my band, and I wanted to go places with that guy, but for some reason, it didn't he was work out. The guy, every guy wanted to be. He was like he was like a new age Robert Plant kind of yeah kind of yeah 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 for sure he was really talented or he still is but he would so day. he went to school for this music theory bullshit and I never heard from him again yeah he got he got kind of lost in a pussy cave too which can happen he did he? it can oh, happen she, she, well, anyway but he, uh, yeah, well I, you know because he he didn't have a lot of girlfriends growing up and he he met a girl and fell in love and they were hanging out every day and I just never fucking saw him again yeah then she fucked another dude well that'll happen Jeez. sometimes that happened good looking girls have the option to just fuck whenever they want you know and it's all about discipline and, and uh you know uh restraint you know so you find that right woman but yeah so what are you going to school for anyway like you I, I saw you play guitar you're yeah. good um you're looking for a drummer yeah you're good at guitar. It's a soundboard. Like, yeah, literally, little, we we have a we have a monkey controlling ours. Like, there, there's the level. There's controlling it, and then there's did you just call me a monkey? Sound polished. You know, like it. It's not just uh, you know flipping the knobs. Um, I, a lot of what I go to school for is the talk to Kirk about it. Kirk, you there? Yes, I am. Okay. Uh, a lot of reminiscing go- about Chris Becker and the rest. No, we're talking about like what's he going to school for? Is it worth it, Kirk? I think for a lot of people. It's oh not. yeah, absolutely. For me, it uh, is. Knowledge is power, baby. Yeah, but, I think it is. Um, but a lot of people, you can learn this at home. You, there's YouTube now. There's courses you can take for free. It's it's all there. It's just I needed a little extra direction. Well, yeah, and you said yourself, there like you, go. you, yeah. you can get your hands on a lot of uh, high-end, expensive yeah. gear at yeah. the studio yeah. that you wouldn't be able to. Right. That's that's why I want to yeah, go learn exactly. Luthery and get into a professional exactly. wood shop and get my hands yeah. on like some nice yeah. tools. It's the tools, man. Tools. So, that's what makes us human beings. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. For sure. Um, so the benefit for me is that I get to be with other people that are trying to learn the same thing as me. So the connections are huge. I mean, I, isn't the being, industry small though? Like, it is. Where do you take it? Like you're spending all this money on this education, mm-hmm. and where do you take it? And Kirk, you took it and you went to KOA or something, right? Like you know, so yeah. Yeah, I uh, interned for Mike Rosen for six sure. six months, and it was only supposed to be a three month uh, internship, but he liked uh, how I uh, did my research and uh, how I was able to contribute to yeah. the show. I was a call screener and everything, so. They extended it to uh, another three months. Yep. So where do you go with the education? Like you go into a radio station or you're going to... Hopefully a recording studio. Um, and then what do you do there? Unless you own it, because the guy that owns the studio... Yeah. Um, so the the goal, I mean... So in the, the 70s, 80s, even the 90s, the equipment that you needed to record a, a professionally sounding... A professional sounding album was outrageously expensive. Mm-hmm. It was just completely out of reach of the normal person. That's why they could rape the yeah, artist. Yeah, so so that's why record labels were were so huge during that time. It's and like, notoriously if you didn't, corrupt. If, yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you didn't get a record deal, you were fucked. You're not, you were yeah. not going anywhere. But you now... To, you had to be so good yeah, to, the, to record. Yeah, you had to be yeah, so yeah. fucking well, good. Well, we were talking about it when you picked me up. 
you know, you're talking about Charlie Daniels' uh, son, and, and and I mentioned like, and you're like, how did he get to that spot? It's like for every Charlie Daniels that made it, there's another yeah. hundred guys with the same talent yeah. that yeah. didn't make it that you'll never exactly. hear of. You'll never um, hear about them. It's because yeah. you have to have the whole package, man. Yeah. You, it's not just about being good. Like you have to have the balls yeah. to get on stage. Sure. You have to have the discipline to play. You, there's a lot of shit that goes into it, and it's yeah. luck. You and I were talking about this. It's, it's a lot of luck. So when you have this entire package that you've been working on putting together, and you've got your whole package, then you've got to be in the right spot at yeah. the right time, and then perform and recognize the right people with and the right perform, and, and you have to don't deliver. Fuck up. You have to deliver at that moment. And then, yeah. dude, then the um, fucking the doors open. And I'm it's gonna. Fucking... I'm just gonna mention the name of the movie. Inside you and Davis, watch it. It's about that. Watch it. Inside you and Davis. Okay, I'll watch it. <laughs> yeah, but but kind of getting back to that is is technology in the modern times is so attainable for music. I mean, look what we're people, doing here. Yeah. You look at people like Billie Eilish. She is. She's winning twelve Grammys yeah, in a fucking bedroom. Yeah, dude. She had a her, shitty yeah, laptop. Yeah. She got a scarlet her and interface. Her, her and her homie. Devin, yeah. it's and bullshit. she's making. It's not her and her homie. It's her and her brother. And their yeah, dad yeah. is a fucking yeah. Hollywood okay, actor. Yeah. Oh, but really? I didn't. know They're that. not nobody. Yeah, but they're not. They're not in a million dollar recording studio. Yeah. There, there are other people well, out there that's that a are good making point. phenomenal fucking music in a bedroom, mm-hmm. and that just wasn't possible before. Mm-hmm. So, that's a very so good point. where I'm trying to go with it is... We're making a phenomenal um, podcast in yeah. a kitchen. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, it, that, yeah. yeah. How could well, we have done this in the 40s? Yeah, You'd was, have to go to a studio. I was thinking probably, that same yeah. fucking thing yesterday, yeah. man. I was doing a mobile podcast in my car, and I was recording into these fucking wireless headphone fucking AirPods. Uh, at 65 miles an hour and i'm like yeah i'm gonna post this on the internet and hundreds of people are gonna listen and to then it. you go to the street and interview this guy and i asked you what did you dude that, you were I so you, you were so fucking mean this is a bad episode it is it, i still i stand by it. it was a bad episode this is a bad episode i'm like dude it's the fucking lineage from the Char- charlie daniels band that's like the coolest thing ever i mean that's cool yeah but 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 and then we talked about I was like, did you take him did you bring him up here? You're like, no, it was down there. Like, just, just talked to him on a bench. Just recording on an iPhone mm-hmm. was like pretty decent sound, solid quality. It's the same with everywhere. I mean, my my roommate's a film major. He, he does film. I, I've worked on scoring soundtracks for films. And, He's and fucked. He. I mean, you can record a fucking professional looking uh, film on on a phone. On I mean, an it's iPhone, it's possible. It, 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 with the, the with the, the like you gotta have yeah, a, yeah you the, gotta the have grippy a, thing yeah, yeah whatever yeah, it's yeah. called oh yeah but, DJI but that them. that's yeah. profound that's incredible that yeah. you can do that it is pretty um, sweet it, yeah. It, yeah. it opens up the door to everyone but at the same time as a result there's a lot more dog shit out there mm-hmm. yeah yeah because yeah. everyone can access it there's mm-hmm. so much more dog shit oh um, you know what it's so you know beautiful turn me it's on. beautiful and there's more competition it, it, yes exactly it levels out the playing field it is beautiful it levels out the playing field you walk into somebody's place and you see like that circle. With the lights, that circle light. Ring? The ring? The ring. Doorbell thing? What a turnoff. <laughs> what a turnoff? You don't oh like that? Oh my God. It's, it's kind of cool, Security, though. bro. I mean, dude, it works. It's dope. But it's like, oh my God, what the fuck? Why don't you like what, it? What? Did you hear about the story of that guy? Who? Who found the company? I think, oh. didn't he go on Shark Take? And, and, and they're like, no, nah, this is dog shit. And then he sold it to Amazon for like... Three hundred billion dollars. <laughs> he didn't sell for three hundred billion, but I guess something. Saying, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I don't know the exact number. The ring light? No, the fucking ring doorbell. Oh, oh, I'm oh! About you're talking light. about the light, like that, oh, the, the oh, only okay. yeah. that, that all. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. We're yeah. on the same page now. Yeah, yeah. So no, what? Ring a, doorbell's dope. So yes. what about 
what about the yeah the ring doorbell is fucking genius so you're talking about the ring light that you yeah, put around yeah yeah like your you phone. walk into an apartment and like like imagine there's just like a ring light right yeah, there it's like no, Jesus what's Aaron doing? you know like, Kelly had one of those so I know what you're saying yeah. I know what you're saying because yeah. it's like well dude the right lighting is important dude at the old town yeah. picking parlor he's got two professional lights for like for, uh, for like filming and he's got the brick backdrop and it's like super pro and it looks good the lighting lighting's important that's why I want to hold off on, on video for this podcast because I want to do it right Like, but I, if everybody has the right lighting then doesn't that make the wrong lighting better no and more honest no that's not how that works no, that's not how it works. works thank you Kirk Captain, the captain's in the captain is in tonight dude I'm so <laughs> glad glad to be on well fuck me <laughs> no thanks David anyway everybody get a ring light use code David doesn't like ring lights on Amazon uh, you know you get 100% uh, pro count that's the opposite of a discount uh, will you adjust your <laughs> microphone David boop, boop, boop. you filthy filthy fucking ape of a man peeking peeking <laughs> yeah hey what's on the list dude oh yeah um well to be honest i didn't make a list tonight nice because i just believed i had belief in myself what's and, our time at uh we are at one hour and one minute nice we got to keep going that's uh, my list Devin. Yeah. well yeah grab the list what do you, you you made a list today let's look at your list Test tube baby. Test tube baby. Mm, Ma- we we got we hit that one. Mass hole. We hit air mass fryer. Hole. Air fryer. You guys got an air fryer? <laughs> no. Uh, my roommate has an air fryer. So you got one. Yeah. You use it? Uh, not that much. I've used it a couple times. Dude, I cooked wings it's in my air fryer. Great, dude. <sighs> Get rid of your microwave. Buy an air fryer. Seriously, you, that made, that made dude, the list. The it air can fryer? cook everything. Really? So bombed. I love fr- I love fried shit. Anything fried? Fried Snickers? You ever had a fried Snickers? Uh, yeah, that but, sounds uh, disgusting. That, well, it's not, uh, but that's a different thing. You gotta like uh, batter that, and like, you need like the oil and shit. So air fryer, there's no oil. How does that even work? I mean, I've heard of it, but I've never used it one. It just fries by air, you know. So like, I put wings in. I put I don't know about a dozen wings in the air fryer. Cook them for about 25 minutes. They're just good crispy yeah. wings. You toss them. Mm. I can't believe this made the list. This is un- <laughs> this is unbelievable. Give me that list, and then cast iron. Oh yeah, cast, cast iron. iron. You cook with cast iron. So, no, what were you like cooking dinner when you made the list? <laughs> this list, I, I make it in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, I like to cook. Yeah. So you guys don't have an air fryer or cast iron. Oh, the like back a, is like, a shopping list. Like a skillet? No, that's Seb uh, from last week. Like a like a cast iron skillet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cooking on cast iron. Sure. You don't do that? Yeah, I do. Where is it? It's in my fucking cupboard, dude. It's um, Christmas. Unbelievable. Yeah, okay. My list is shitty this week. Yeah, 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 yeah your, your list is... Sorry, man. Devin, you did the best you could. I, you know. <laughs> Christmas. It's Christmas. What are you guys' Christmas traditions? He's half Jew, half Palestinian. And, uh... It's not true. It's not true. He's, ha- he's, ha- <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's, half, he's half Jew, half uh, Protestant. Presbyterian. Uh, Presbyterian. Uh, what, so what? What, what do you do for Christmas? What's Christmas mean to you? Adjust your mic, David. Jesus. What's Christmas? Yes, you gotta. You gotta adjust the. Oh, I should be talking right here. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Get the sound engineer in there to fucking. Unbelievable. Yeah. So what's Christmas mean to you, Devin? And Merry Christmas, but Merry Christmas and great um, to meet you. Yeah, good to meet you too. Um, this year I'm uh, hanging out with some family in Littleton tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, but most of the time when, yeah, I mean, at least when I was a kid, I, w- I would go over to, uh, my uncle's house, um, you know, meet with my cousins. He's got the Very money. Small He's family. the one with the money in the family. Yeah. Well, 
His wife is. Your mom's brother? Yeah. Nice. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, really small family, not a huge gathering at all. I mean, it was rarely, rarely over 10 people. Do you look forward to it? Um, yeah, honestly, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't look forward to, to holidays that much. So you're not in the know. Christmas spirit tonight? I'm not. <laughs> he didn't come with a Santa hat, so yeah. I figured. Dude, the whole story of Santa is actually kind of kind of trippy. Like, is it? well, because it's like I'm pretty sure it's pagan, and there's something to, it has something to do with mushrooms. Kirk, maybe you could back me up on this. Uh, the looking it up right now. The Amna Mascaria. I, I'm saying that wrong. It's uh, definitely pagan. It's, Jesus was born in May. There's a reason why he's wearing red and white. Um, it, it's because that's the color of the mushroom. And then uh, the reindeers would eat this particular mushroom and, and it would really activate them and they'd be jumping around. And that's why they said that they looked like they were flying. And, and apparently Santa would, Chris Kringle would drink the reindeer piss because it would amplify his trip. So he would, and then, and then, so check this out. So the doors would be uh, closed shut and sealed shut uh, because there's so much snow. You know, you can't get out of your, out of your front door with all the snow. So this motherfucker would climb into the chimney, down into the chimney, so it's this fucking, this fucking drunk, fucking fat, fat guy with the beard that reeks of piss, and he's coming through your chimney, and he's fucking, and you're giving cookies to him? It's just like this weird fucking... Dude, it's crazy you say that, Aaron, me and Aaron, my... so, so, real quick, so I actually have a National Geographic article on that, that details everything you just said. From what year? Uh, just two days ago. Dope. Damn. Fuck yeah. Very pertinent. Yeah, man. Uh, psychedelics played a really big part in in the human the human uh, evolution. Is that the the psychedelic ape theory? Is that what you're talking about? Uh, yeah, the stoned ape theory. Well, the the drinking the piss thing is true. Like that's a like animals drink. Uh, or, or I don't know if it was humans that would do that, but like these animals would eat mushrooms, and then they would get really fucked up. And then someone found out that if you drank their piss, you would get a little bit of that uh-huh. and get high. So that's that's a real thing. Yeah. It's also a survival tactic. You can drink your piss once. Once and then you can't recycle it anymore? Yeah, yeah. yeah. One, yeah. It'll you hydrate you once and then... It, yeah, after, and it's sterile. You could use it to sterilize wounds. All the hydration's all gone after that. Yeah, it'll it'll start poisoning you. But it's, it's funny what you're saying about mushrooms, man. Me and my mom are decorating a tree and we got like this plastic fucking Walmart bullshit of ornaments. She pulls one out. I was like, is this a mushroom? I'm like, I, I, I guess. I mean, there's like reindeer and like, you know, elves and a tree. And like, there's a mushroom. Yeah. She's like, this is yours. But like, after you said that, it like, I mean, maybe like mushrooms are part of Christmas. Is, is that what's going on? Yeah. I don't know. It's fucking weird, man. There's a lot of shit that is like. But it's definitely pagan. I mean, all the all the holidays we celebrate are, 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 are pagan rituals because Jesus was not born on December 25th. He was born in May. It's historically accurate that he was born in May. Am I right, Kirk? So they fucking change the holiday for commercial commercial reasons? For uh, In my opinion, I think it's because of uh, you got to get through the winter somehow, so let's fill it with holidays. That's- got Thanksgiving, we got Christmas, we got New Year's, we got Valentine's Day. Wow. And That's then, probably true. And that then, is probably and true. And then, boop, it's spring and, uh, you know. Everybody's enjoying themselves. So. Mm-hmm. I think. I think it like, also has to do with the uh, in, introduction of uh, the different calendars. So uh, that plays a role in it because, if I'm not mistaken, and Aaron can uh, either say yes or no on this, 
but uh, to the Jewish religion, culture, what have you, uh, this is actually a different year, like year 5,000 something. Yeah it's, is it's, correct? yeah, it's because the Jews are keeping track of the real fucking date. Well, North Korea is in, <laughs> in the 120s right now. Because they go off the birth of uh, oh, their shit. founder. Oh, yeah. shit, damn, that's crazy, man. Yeah, yeah uh, the Jews are based on the lunar calendar, and they don't do, because uh, they don't believe that Christ was as big of a figure as, as everybody else, so they don't have a B.C. and an A.D., they're just keeping track of the year, mm-hmm. you know? Interesting. Interesting. So is Hanukkah, like, do we celebrate Hanukkah at the beginning? It's sometime between the beginning and the middle of December, typically, right? Yeah, it always, it always changes. Is that when, is that, like... Um, in history, like, did that phenomena happen in December, where like the the oil lasted eight days, it should have only lasted one? Like, did that happen in December, or do you just celebrate that in December to like compete with you know the uh, superior religion? No, I think it was. Oh, well, fuck you, first of all. I think it was. Um, I think uh, it did have something to do with competing with Christianity and the commercial aspect of it and the Jewish kids feeling fucking left out on Christmas. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm really not sure, but maybe. I did have a, a Jewish friend growing up, and he definitely did feel a little left out, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. Well, Good for hey. you. <laughs> he had a Jewish friend. Yeah. Not anymore when he was growing <laughs> up. Yeah. That's yeah. funny. What an anti-Semitic piece of shit. <laughs> I bet you uh, support Hamas, too. Fuck you. Anyway, uh... Holy shit. Let's talk about this for a minute. Let's talk about nicotine vapes. I'm smoking one. It's Devin's. Fuck, dude. <laughs> Are you lightheaded? N- not yet, but I will be. Okay. <sighs> He's smoking the five milligram. It's heavy shit. Here's my thing about these nicotine vapes. You're addicted. Yeah, no, I, it's horrible, and I wish I didn't Everybody do it in ever. your generation is addicted. What, what it really was is, is when I was in high school... That was the sh- the thing. Yeah, like it was fucking blowing up. Everyone, you, you walk into the bathroom, you smell fucking mango or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> yeah, cotton um, candy. And so I just had a friend that that got me into it. You're and I really fucking hate that guy because he's a piece of shit. You're That's hooked. how I feel about the yeah, guy. Yeah, who got yeah. Me into I, I mean, I've been. Have you ever smoked years. a cigarette? I have. Yeah. You prefer that? Uh, I mean, supposedly it's better, but did I don't you, really fucking know. Did you start know. at the two milligrams? I no, I started at the... At the five. Yeah. You started as heavy as you could go. Yeah. Can you get off of it? I've tried. Um, it, it's hard, man, because, like, cigarettes are addicting in a different way, I feel like. This, you can hit it any time of the day, any, wherever you are. Indoors, inside, outdoors. Yeah. Indoors, outdoors. Mm-hmm. So that's the, the tough part is, like... You, you just you're used to having it at every moment mm-hmm. like with cigarettes i feel like in well at, in certain places during you, your you have to yeah you have to uh remember you go to give some courtesy yeah do we used to go to we used to go to village inn and just order smoke water, cigarettes order a water and smoke coffee coffee and cigarettes yeah. man the, the waitresses <laughs> fucking hated us man yeah for sure they'd close that door in village inn dude i could walk you into any village inn and show you where that door used to be and it ain't there anymore but yeah continue about the 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 vaping you have to have some courtesy with the cigarette you know especially since uh 99% of places won't let you smoke inside um you know so you 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 have to kind of uh pick your time you ever smoked that on day. a plane uh no i haven't do you uh vape cannabis as well i do um, it's my like? least favorite way to do it, um, but oh, smoke um, cannabis. Yeah, what's your favorite way to smoke cannabis? I love bongs. 
flower. Um, I love joints, but yeah. uh, but you know when you're in an apartment um, and and you're signing a, a lease that you know if you get caught you're you're kind of shit out of luck and you're paying the whole fucking lease for the rest of the for year. For smoking weed? Yeah. Um, it depends on the place. I mean, I lived in the dorms for a while, um, so that was a bit of an issue. But you just go oh, outside. Um, Jesus Christ. Living in the dorms, um, yeah. dude. Remember when yeah, we would fucking sucks, smoke? Man. Remember when we tried to microwave that pipe and we had to leave and we came back in your dorm? You remember that? In it fucking just really? smelled like resin. Just, yeah, and just we were the hallways we were, up with fucking weed. We were building we're like, those. We're out. We're out of here. Building those little uh, toilet paper roll, yeah. fabric yeah. softener. Yeah. Uh, yeah. you blow the smoke through it, whatever. These didn't exist, dude. Like, dude, yeah, yeah. I, vapes, man. I worked at Freaky's for a little while, and I st- I got addicted to the uh, Escobars, the vapes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, dude, such a shitty feeling, man, dude. to be addicted to that. And they're expensive. Yeah. You, you feel hopeless. Yeah, yeah. Like, you, like you need that shit to function. And I was smoking vapes and cigarettes and weed, yeah. and my body was just like, dude, what the fuck are you doing to yourself? Yeah, I, I if if I could flip a switch and never do this again, I would do that. That's instantly. yeah, that's how I, I feel mean, about I cigarettes. I fucking hate it, man. That's that's that switch I, I is really... available at any moment in time that you want it to be available, bro. Yeah, you don't hate it that you're, much. You're right, but yeah, I don't know. Dude, I the first I smoked a prime time. You remember those prime times? Mm-hmm. I smoked a grape prime time mm-hmm. with Byron Seifers mm-hmm. in between classes Dude in Smoky Hill. At, yeah. Dude was good at shooting threes. Uh, he was a, he was a great soccer player. Mm-hmm. Byron. Uh, yeah. And I just you remember, ever seen a three point soccer kick? No. Mm. It's not a thing. Byron was great at it, but he could do it. He could yeah, do it. He, he, could do he, it. he, he, was, he yeah. kicked three-pointers. You've never seen it before, but he could do it. That he kicked f- three-pointers. That fool was playing varsity as a as a sophomore. That yeah. fool was getting fucking baskets in soccer. Yeah. yeah. He was getting goals in basketball. Yeah. yeah and he was getting me addicted to fucking nicotine. When he hit a home <laughs> run, it was worth three-point. Dude, you and I played baseball together. Yeah, I we played did, baseball too. You played what, baseball. What, what position? Uh, pitcher. Uh, I played. You were. A, he was a submarine pitcher. Yeah, I, I threw yep. sidearm. Yep. Gotcha. What about you? Uh, I was just the fucking greatest king of all time in baseball. <laughs> Called me Cal Ripken Jr. Todd they, Helton. They put you in fucking. They put you in right field. Dude, right field is the the position <laughs> where you're not feeling the players, so you're like, all right. He's not playing well. Let's throw him in right field. Because that was me, dude. Fuck you, I played Devin. second base, and then when uh, when the coach wasn't feeling me, I was right field. Yeah. I was always right field, and I'll tell you why. I ain't going to put myself up against a ground ball at shortstop or yeah. third. First off, I can't I can't feel the ground ball. Mm. I still can't. I never could. It's hard. And I don't want to. Oh, it's super hard. It's, I'm, it's I'm pretty also, scary, dude. I'm also like, right-handed. So, yeah. like, you're not a third baseman if you're right-handed. Uh, but I also wasn't a first baseman, yeah. second baseman. Uh, yeah, I, I went in the outfield because, like, you know, I don't know. I was shitty, man. I, you get to that point, and I don't even know that you're there yet because you're young, where you realize you didn't hit that dream because you were terrible, right? So how many dreams do you still have alive? I, I have the recording dream. I have the playing live dream um oh, so sports is like out of you no, no I, I never care about sports I, I love playing baseball but yeah that's about it he still has dreams yeah i do that's good i feel like if i went to a batting cage right now and i like really showed my stuff like yeah. scouts would show up and they'd be like <laughs> yeah. dave 
Come on. <laughs> my my thing was uh, trying to play triple A ball. Or what? <laughs> we, got, I, we got a team in Tokyo. Nice. <laughs> I think it was nine out of ten times if I was batting, I would miss. But that one time, I'd fucking knock it out of the park. Yeah, so you had a so one hundred yeah. batting average. It, it was awful. <laughs> it was bad. like it was like no one could rely on me, but I had my moments. You know what I mean? I always thought that was the greatest thing about baseball, and you've, I'm sure you've heard it. But baseball is a game of failure, and that's why yeah. it builds characters and builds men. Because at best, the best players in the Hall of Fame, out of ten at bats. They hit three times. Yeah. And those are the mm. best. Those are the Hall of Famers, three out of ten. Yeah, people hitting 300. That's I a game, mean, that's it, a game of failure. You it's, failed. It's incredibly hard. I mean, especially in professional play, you're getting fucking 90, 100 oh, mile per hour. I, how the fuck... And the, How the fuck are you supposed to hit that? With they, a wood bat? Yeah. <laughs> yeah they play so many games, Aluminum too. bats yeah. at, 60 at 60 miles five. an hour. You yeah. Know, like... Dude, I would love to go to the batting cages. I'd love to get a glove, a couple fun, gloves, dude. and and go play catch, it's dude. Like, fun, just man. play some catch at the park, yeah. dude. Like, how sick would yeah. that be, man? Wish but, I had uh, played catch with my dad, but you right. know. <laughs> yeah, he he, uh, yeah. he left early. Yeah, yeah, that uh, that glass jar is hard <laughs> to catch. A, well, it's hard and can't catch a ball. I'll tell you what, though, uh, you're a better baseball player than your dad. Yeah, you know, I mean, who knows? I mean, I I'm looking at you. There might be some Dominican in you. <laughs> Who knows? My dad could be Robin Williams. What's your What's your mom's race like? What are What's your race as far as you know? Caucasian as fuck. Um, I'm Scottish. I'm. You got English. a German nose. A little German yeah. in there. Yeah. Uh, it, it all funneled into the nose, as you can see. But um, yeah, no Jew, no Jew. No, in you. I've got a Jewish nose. Mm-hmm. Do you? Yeah. You guys have German noses, <clears throat> so fucking yeah. don't put me on a train. <laughs> huh? I wouldn't. Huh? Huh? What, 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 what? I wouldn't put you on the train, Aaron. I would uh, definitely throw you under it. Uh, but, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Wouldn't. Getting chopped in half by a train would be really shitty. Yeah. Worst way to die? Worst way to die? Uh, burn to death or drown? Drowning's a nice way to die. I'd Drowning's rather, horrifying. I, no, that is. Not. It is horrifying. But I'd rather drown. It's actually than, the most peaceful burn. way you could die. I'd rather drown. No, than I burn. think the most peaceful way you could die is to freeze to death. Because no. at a certain point you don't feel shit. Well, drowning you're gonna you're gonna lose oxygen and then you're. you're it's you're, quicker. You're gonna. Have you ever done nitrous? I have not. Okay. I mean that's basically what drowning to death would be. You're gonna go wah 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 blank. <laughs> <laughs> um, drowning is de- burning would be the worst. Because oh, yeah, you're right. still gonna oh, suffocate God, to death. Dude. The smoke will probably kill you before the Hopefully. the burns. After you choke and you burn and your skin's melting yeah. off. Yeah. And you might not even die if they save you. Yeah, like burned at the stake, dude, back in the day. Like, dude, how they used to kill yeah. people back in the day. Salem like, witch trials. Dude, yeah. Up in mass. Yeah. I mean, dude. That yeah. was horrible. There's a reason they burned them and they didn't throw them in the fucking bay because that's easy. Well, well they did. They, they said if the... if if. All right, asshole. Tell us about the Salem <laughs> witch trials. No, it's trials. true. There was That's how they yeah. tested to see if you were a witch. Yeah, they, yeah. If, if, you, if you sank... What was it? Yeah, I think it was if you, if they 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 tied a rock to your leg or something or a brick or something, and if you fucking um, if you came back up, then you weren't a witch, because hmm? because you would float. But if you if you sank like a normal person, and, you were a witch. Yeah. So idea. so basically, uh, if you weren't a witch, you were gonna die anyways. So there was no 
Like, well, and dude, you know a really weird thing about the Salem witch trials and that whole thing is, it was something. It was a some type of fungus in the bread. Uh, maybe yo yo Kirk, can you maybe uh, look into this a little bit, brother? Uh, I'm actually way ahead of you, Aaron. I'm looking up right now. For sure, yeah. It was some some yeah. something in the bread that was making people trip out or something along those lines. I, I think it was just men who were tired of their wives. There's probably a lot like, of that going on too. She's a witch, man. Yeah, I she's just a witch. It was like because they're like I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to get divorced and that was anymore, that was pre-divorce know? it was like yeah. frowned upon <laughs> yeah. to, to get divorced but they were if, just if, you, sick if, of their wives. if you threw your wife in a river and sank her it was a different story like, well was, oh well she wasn't a witch yeah yeah all right so i have some information from history.com so take that as you will an article posted 2014 i don't find any information about uh tainted bread or anything that doesn't mean it's not true or didn't happen i just don't see it in this particular article uh, as far as burning accused witches at the stake, uh, from what I can see here, there were actually none in the, in the colonies at the time who were burned to death. They were all hanged. But there were burnings in Europe, and it says it was uh, very common for that to happen. So hanging, would you rather drown or hang? Probably hang. Would it be me hanging myself or somebody else hanging me? I, I, I mean, guess someone I guess, else hanging you. Yeah, I think yeah. in every situation it would be someone else hanging. Someone else you, hanging you were me. Trying to kill yourself. Somebody else hanging me. What about David Carradine? What's the difference though? What well, so be? when you're hung, the way they do it, they tie the noose around you and they drop the bottom out and yeah, your neck snaps. Yeah, that would suck, dude. Yeah, but it would probably go quick. Painless. It's painless. It's painless. How do you know that? Your neck snaps. That shit would hurt bad. No. For like a millisecond, and then your brain would shut off completely. Your neck would snap right here. You're dead. Yeah, but then think about it. It's like your brain is still alive after your body dies. Like your your yeah. ocular well, fucking. You're still seeing shit. That's. I mean, that's, even if your head yeah. gets cut off, you're still seeing shit. For that's a the myth while. with the, the with the guillotine that after you cut the head off, it, it, it's alive for yeah, a, a certain bit. amount of time. So if you cut a chicken's head off, and and you could go do it, yeah. go to a farm, They'll cut a chicken's around. head off. That's how they slaughter them. Yeah. They have to hold the body because there's a reaction yeah. where when you sh- sh- chop its fucking head. That body will run. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a shot of adrenaline or something. Chicken with the head cut off. <laughs> yeah, Speaking there of was that. actually one that like lived for a while. Uh, Dude, I was about to bring that up. Actually, yeah, uh, yeah, really? it was like it was like a tourist attraction. Mm-hmm. Headless chicken. Mm-hmm. And they would just feed it through the neck hole. But that's how they kill yeah. chickens. Yeah, they just my mom my mom lived, uh, grew up on farms. And, like she she did it and she hates it because they squirm after you kill them. Yeah. Chop the head off and they squirm. That's the thing about being an apex predator, man. It's like, <laughs> dude, you want to eat a chicken nugget? You're gonna have to kill something. I had God, a bacon. I, I had a bacon cheeseburger today. That's a dead pig and a dead cow. You know what I'm saying? Just for my pleasure. Just for my, mm-hmm. you know. There was that shop next door to, uh, to to Gravity where they 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 would like cut chickens' heads off and put them on the roof, dude. Dude. And, and one of our that. coworkers w- r- walked up there and, and saw a bunch of chicken heads just on the roof. They were into like Santeria, it's religious, like Santeria, so, yeah, some and religious like, thing. Um, uh, lighting candles in front of a uh, uh, chicken heads on a yeah. roof sounds like well, a roof I want to go to. Well, because <laughs> yeah. you think about it, maybe they did like a chicken sacrifice. No, they, you would hear them, dude. I would go out the back, like to like get a shipment in, and I would hear chickens clucking. Seriously? Yeah. Damn, that was pre me. I don't remember. Oh. And then, and then you, well, they moved. Yeah, they moved out. You stop yeah. at KFC on your way home. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's good um, luck to throw a chicken head on a roof. Man, I'll tell would, you what's good luck. If KFC brought back the popcorn chicken. Dude, True. I, I really like the popcorn chicken. I really like the uh, mashed potato bowl with oh, like the yeah, yeah, chicken the and cheese bowls. and the corn. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get out of here, dude. Yeah, get yeah. out of here. Hit the button. Hit a button. Let's talk about KFC. Hit a button. KFC. Well, before we talk about tainted food like KFC, uh, I did find that uh, according to McGill food. University in Canada, they are uh, indicating that there was uh, bacteria or fungi in the uh, rye bread that was consumed at the time, like ergo alkaloids. Yeah, ergot. Ergot might have led to convulsions, burning sensations, and constrictions really? of blood vessels. Oh, I didn't know. And so that led that. to uh, hallucinations, gangrene, loss of fingers and toes and the like. Oh, shit. So what part of Massachusetts are you from? Um, from a small town called Maynard. It's around Acton, Concord, Foxborough. All, all the places where the, all the historical shit happened. I got a good buddy that lives in happened. Duxbury. Okay. So you're north of Boston? Yes. Coastal? Uh, yeah, about four, 40. No, not coastal, but uh, I'm about 40 minutes from Boston. Where are you from? Revere. Uh, Revere, yeah, I did have a buddy that was from Revere. So you're around that, like yeah, north, yeah, north Boston, relatively in the same in place. the bay on the coast, a little bit, like, but you know that way, not Western Mass, like, yeah, yeah. When did you when did you come here? Uh, I came here when I was 19, so uh, 2019. Are you it's real vac- easy to are remember? You, did the, you take the COVID 19 vax? I did. I did. How many? Uh, I took. It was, I think two. Took the two, yeah, yeah. And you haven't been boosted since. No, I haven't. Would you take another one? How do you it, feel about that whole? Did you take oh, Moderna, yeah. Pfizer? I took the Pfizer. Um, okay. I don't know. I don't have a strong opinion about it. Um, you know, I, I'm, I, I know a lot of people think that COVID is fake. Um, you know, I don't necessarily take that stance. Um, I honestly don't think I'm that as educated or educated enough to really talk uh, in detail about that. But when it gets to like know. conspiracy theories, how do you feel? Do you follow any of them? Uh, like you were born in 2000. So yeah. a lot of them are like, you know, you're too young to even, yeah, yeah. Um, but I'll tell you, I was rolling around with Kirk and in, in the cannabis smoking weed and yeah. talk about nine 11 in mm-hmm. 2006. Jet fuel doesn't, doesn't burn you know? uh, steel beams. Yeah. So you, you weren't even well. I mean, you were born, but you, yeah. You, yeah. Well, we talked about you yeah, know, yeah your memories of nine eleven. So, what do you feel about conspiracy theories? Like, you know, do you, do you are you red pilled? You blue pilled? Um, I I don't really subscribe to a lot of uh, conspiracy theories. I don't know how come. I, you, I, how come you're not fully boosted? Well, I, after a certain point, like there was, you, you subscribe to that conspiracy. Theory. There, no, but there, there was there was COVID going on, and, and there were these heavy restrictions. Um, you know, I had to take a test every two weeks to stay for, who? for, for the dorms because that really yeah yeah because I was in the dorms when uh, COVID hit, and I actually took some time off. But at where but, at, at uh, Metro? CU Denver, yeah, same campus. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, but yeah, they they required you to take a test every two weeks. The dorms else... like that white and blue building off. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, Walnut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, okay. and right off the highway there. Yeah. So uh, if you didn't take those tests, you would get kicked out. So there were there were several times where I missed it because they would come by for like a couple hours. That was fucked up. And then man. leave, and then they would just say, "Yeah, you can't get in the building. You can't get in your apartment, and you can't grab anything." So that's fu- that fucking sucks. Did you have any um, reaction to the to the vaccine? 
Um, no, I didn't have any. Because I actually did, dude. I think I was too young to, to like, because I, I know it affects you the, the, the higher right? age you get. Um, For sure. I had zero. Dude, I woke up, and this was probably a week to two weeks after I got the the vaccination, and maybe even longer. I, I fucking, I, uh, my eye was, one of my eyes was like, it was barely opening. It was like really? a cerebral palsy. Kind of, uh, it's actually called Bell's palsy. That's what I meant. Yeah, Bell's yeah, palsy. palsy. Yeah, and it fucking, it was crazy. I was like, is this just how I'm going to look from now on? Like, holy shit! Like, it scared the shit out of me, dude. Yeah. And eventually, it got it got better. But I mean, I, I don't know if that was. I mean, I'm assuming it was because of the vaccine. Why Always. else would it? Why else would it? You know, Bell's palsy. Yeah. But I didn't have any reaction. Did did um, did you guys have anything? I mean, you said yours, but did I didn't. I didn't take you them, didn't take and, I, and I never will. And after sure. that, I probably will never take another vaccine in my life. Did any of you get COVID? Oh, uh, I get COVID every yeah. goddamn year, man. I'm sick <laughs> right now. Jesus. I mean, um, but I'm not afraid of it. You know, COVID was like a, a cold for me, but I am in my 20s, so I I can't really judge like. You know, someone in their 40s and 50s might have a different rea- or will have a different reaction than Somebody I do. Somebody in their in their zero. late 30s, uh, overweight, uh, Did you al- to- alcoholic. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, like that's exactly what you're talking about. Those people should not. And I'm no doctor. Uh, you know, you, you know that's the disclaimer. But, uh, I wouldn't take that. But did you ever go into like a Walmart unmasked and people? You know, you get looks. Or- Mm-hmm. Get kicked out, I, or even I not allowed in. Most of the time, because um, I had to wear them for classes too. I mean, a lot of them were online. But how it, did you it was, feel about all that? It sucked, you wore man. your mask to your online class. No, 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 no. I, I wore the mask. How to many the, people to did? Did you see people doing it? No one. Oh did my that. god! No I that. saw that today when I was walking in the park. Man, well, it was this couple, and the woman had a mask on. And people like, in their dude, car. You're outside. Like, what is happening? <laughs> but it's like, dude, that's her journey. I'm not mad. I'm not going to approach her and be like, take your mask off. I mean, that's ridiculous. Like, well, you see people in their car alone with a mask. No one else yeah, there. Windows rolled yeah. up. <laughs> it's insane. That's you know? crazy. Yeah, but, you need um, to change your air filter. Yeah. I took some time off cuz I was just like mu- music classes are not uh very compatible with online. Hard to play clarinet cuz cuz a lot of it is is dealing with real equipment. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm just sitting at home with my sh- shitty laptop and a scarlet, I'm not really gaining anything from that. So I I took a semester off, but at some point, you know, you got to the loan forgiveness runs out, and so I had to go back. But um, yeah, that was not a good time. Uh, Are you looking for loan forgiveness? I am. Joe uh, Biden's and, and your Bi- man, dude. I got crushed, man. I was gonna get twenty grand from that shit, and then he didn't. And they swept it away. I'm so happy they did that. Are you why? Pay your loans. <laughs> Pay your loans, cocksucker. Stop going to school. I paid mine. Dude, they're already fucking me. All right. Yeah, I, they I, fucked me, and I paid them. Yeah. I understand. Yeah, I get that. Like people, so, like people were just outside of the cutoff point where they're like, "I just went to school and I don't get loan forgiveness because I'm two years out of the fucking yeah, store." I paid them. Yeah, but uh, it'd be <clears throat> nice, you know. I bet. I mean, I bet. I'll take I, whatever I can get. Dude, I'm not want, gonna complain about it. You want to hear a crazy story about student loans? Mm-hmm. Dude, my my stepmom forged Chelsea's mom. Yeah. Forged my signature and my sister's signature and got out twenty thousand dollars in loans. What, what I, the fuck? Yeah, and then I dropped out while she was with your dad. I told you I, I only went to college for a, a semester. semester. Me too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you go? I was in debt twenty thousand dollars, 
And we went on vacations, and we did this and that, and it was all fucking... What did you say? How much? 20 Gs. For a semester? That's, well, that's what she pulled outrageous. out. That's, no, what no. She, that's oh, how much she pulled out. It's what I had to pay. I, pay, I had to pay six grand for a semester, so she pulled out another $14,000. And just used Jesus. it. Yeah. Um, that's what I had to pay off. Like, and, and I ain't talking shit to you. Like, I paid six thousand dollars off, and you know whatever. But yeah, well, that's I mean, insane, right? Yeah, I mean, insane. I didn't know her. What was her name? Mary. Uh, I'd rather not say. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah, uh, dude, that loan thing will crush you. And it, if yeah. you even if you file for bankruptcy, you can't get away from it, right? Yeah. You can't get away from. You can't discharge it. Yeah, it's, no, it's a federal loan. Yeah, it's not. There's no bankruptcy. Yeah. There's no forgiveness. It's it's a fucking. Do you know? Do you want to know why you can't discharge uh, federal student loan debt? Why? Because Joe Biden, as senator in 2005, wrote a bankruptcy bill that made it illegal to do that. Jesus, dude, Kirk's Corner. We totally bypassed Kirk's Corner. What What about Donald Trump? Got uh, he he was voted to get off yeah. of the ballot in Colorado. In Colorado Did you yeah. hear about that, Kirk? What do you think about that? Not voted. But, Kirk, go ahead. Okay, so the Colorado Supreme Court, which is uh, seven Democrat-appointed uh, justices, ruled four to three that due to January 6th, they called that an insurrection led by Trump due to the 14th Amendment Section 3 clause, which bars people from running for office if they engage in insurrection that Trump is not able to be on the Colorado primary ballot. Damn. And that's just in Colorado? Only in Colorado so far. It'll probably follow with more. Wow. Uh, that's crazy. Your boy Trump is well, off the ballot. Well, so this is what is this is what the status quo is right now. That decision does not take effect until, unless or until, the U.S. Supreme Court either affirms the decision or overturns it. Okay, so he's so actually not off the ballot yet. Oh, okay, so it's still kind of in a limbo phase. That's correct. Okay, well, hey, that's good to know, man. Uh, it's basically, like, the way I see it, like, you know, layman's are just an idiot, you know, whatever. This Colorado Supreme Court is asking the federal Supreme Court to see this case. Did Trump incite an insurrection, and should he be off the ballot? This will be decided by the U.S. Supreme Court. Okay, so it's still- probably we're in Christmas time now, so we probably have to wait till January, right, Kirk? Yes. Uh, so the Supreme Court has until January fourth, which is the final day that the Colorado Secretary of State is to finalize the ballot to make a decision. Now, when me and Kirk were talking, it's Christmas time. So when do you think the Supreme Court comes back after Christmas? I don't fucking know. This has to be decided by January fourth. Okay. Rich people typically take weeks off for Christmas. So these guys are basically being forced back into the chamber to decide on this. Or they don't. And then what happens? What happens if they just don't come back, Kirk? What happens if there is no well, decision? Uh, so uh, by January 4th, if the Supreme Court punts and just makes no decision then the Colorado Supreme Court's decision takes effect and Trump will be kicked off the ballot. Wow. Okay. You guys want to know the precedents for what happened the last time and the only time this happened? Yeah, sure. 1860, Abraham Lincoln. 
What state was he removed from, Kirk? Do you know? I can find that out right now. I heard Abraham Lincoln was actually kind of an asshole. Were we talking about that on the podcast? <laughs> we were, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like he was actually kind of an asshole. I thought he was like the great emancipator and a total like he, honest Abe, awesome guy. But it turns out he's, he's a total asshole. In 1860, Abraham Lincoln was taken off a state's ballot. In 1861, this country entered a civil war. That's the precedent for what Colorado has done. Strange. It's very strange. So does it make you want to like move out of Colorado? I don't. Here's my opinion about Colorado, man. It's the most beautiful place in the world that I've ever been to. The weather is incredible. People don't know. I mean, we're it is. We're we've been dealing with 60, 70 degree temperatures the week leading up to Christmas. You go to the mountains and see snow if you want. When it snows here, oh, you can get a foot. It's gone tomorrow. Oh, in the summer, uh, it's 80, yeah. 90 degrees. You get every season, mm-hmm. and none of them are extreme. It's the most beautiful, most fucking awesome place that I've found in the world. I haven't been all around the world, uh, but people that have will tell you, like, called, there's something special about this place. The government, uh, these leftist libtard, like, it's, it's, it's just been overtaken by the DSA, the Democratic Socialists of America. You know, I'm like that's what's taking over the Colorado government. And uh, I don't like that. I, I, I want to get Colorado back to a conservative type of government or even like, you know, half and half. Uh, you know, Colorado was the first state to legalize marijuana. We did it. I thought it was Cali. It was Washington. It was Colorado. And we did it at the same time Massachusetts did it. What Colorado did was they said, we're going to go with the will of the voters and the rest of the country, like Washington or Massachusetts, was like, you're crazy. You're going to legalize recreational marijuana. We're not doing that. It took a long time. And it worked. And now every other state's doing it. You know? So it was like that was only about, what was that? That was 2008, right, Kirk? Uh, So uh, I believe it was Amendment 64. Amendment 64. It's 2012. 2012, okay. So now we're 10 years later, and we're... So 10 years ago, it was, we're going to support the will of the voters, uh-huh. and we're going to do this, even though every other state's like, I wouldn't, and they didn't. And now 10 years later, it's, we're going to subvert the will of the voters. And I think Colorado and their... their the government's just falling out, man. It's like, you can't... I'm disgusted. Yeah, I guess, but um, you can't subvert the will of the voters. I think Jenna Griswold, our Secretary of State, is an evil succubus witch. You see it in her eyes and everything she wants to do. She, she has weird cult eyes. Uh, weird, separate wife eyes. An evil succubus witch, dude. Um, what about uh, mushrooms? Aren't they? Uh, they decriminalize mushrooms in isn't Denver. It, isn't it going to be medical? Uh, medically. That's city, that though. That's Denver. That's Denver? You know, same with, like, Portland. I think, actually, Oregon, like, the state of Oregon legalized them, right? Yeah. Dude, mushrooms are, uh, I'm, I'm saying mushrooms, man, are, are a, a great medicine. And For I, sure. And I think yeah. that uh, they're right in the same vein as, as cannabis. I think this guy's got to take a piss. Get, get out of this guy's way. Um, and... And honestly, dude, I, I started taking those mushroom chocolates, and it's just, it was made by a fucking chemist or a scientist or somebody who knows exactly what the fuck they're doing 
and it feels good. The, you know, it comes up right, it, and, and the come down's right, and it makes you feel good, and it's it's very controlled doses. It's It just reminds me a lot of where weed was before. It was like if you wanted to pick up a sack of weed, it was just from some guy. You don't know the strain. You don't know anything about it. You just got it, and you crossed your fingers it was the right uh, the right weight and, and that it wasn't, you know, oregano or whatever. And it's kind of like the same thing with mushrooms. Like you don't know the, the strain of the mushroom. You don't know, uh, you know, where it was grown, this, that, or the other. So now it's it's just becoming more clean. And I feel like that's how it should be with all drugs. With fucking, I should be able to go get a bump at, uh, of cocaine at a store and know that it's not laced with fentanyl, that it's clean, that it's X, X and Y, you know, it's this amount, this percentage. And it's, it, you know what I mean? And like, I should be able as a grown adult to have enough discipline to take a bump that I buy with my own hard-earned money that like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, dude, it's my prerogative. Like, it's my body. It's my life. And you want to talk about freedom? Like, I thought we were free. America. You know what I'm saying? Like, So what does the CIA do if you're, you know, got legal cocaine? How do they traffic drugs around the world? Yeah, they're not going to be able to make as much money. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. Uh, because yeah, I mean yeah, even the CIA is making money off of off of cocaine, and you know, I mean that's 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 why I feel like, you know, marijuana and, and drugs probably will never become a hundred percent federally legal. Because I mean, think about all the people that are in prison, all the subsidies, all the money that's being made off the people that are in prison for fucking a joint, you know, or, or an ounce of weed, and they're just in in jail, like learning how to become a better criminal it's insane what money do you think is being made putting people in jail well don't they get a certain amount of money per prisoner that's that yes. they have money is being spent what money is being made well say they get from they say they get a certain amount of money from the government per prisoner per bed uh, for for okay, so for money from the government for, how does the for, government for, make for, money for clothing so check this out for 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 clothing for food for x y and z okay so then, the the prison is say it's say it's a hundred thousand a prisoner per year. It's that's probably not it, but so the prison's only going to use fifty thousand, and they're going to pocket the other fifty thousand. Prison corruption is ho- horrifying. Yeah, absolutely, it's insane, and they've got lobbyists that are in the government, and they're actively fighting to keep cannabis illegal, so that they can keep collecting. It's insane. It's insane, man. You want to know what's insane? Uh, what's going on right now? The yeah. city of Denver is buying hotels for homeless people. It's become clear now that every one of those rooms is going to be leased by the city of Denver. You live here. You pay it. $4,000 a month for every room in every hotel that they're putting homeless people in. Jeez. What's your rent here? Uh, see how he just he just asks personal <laughs> personal financial questions like that. I know it's a thousand dollars for the studio. So and he asked hypoth- he asked uh, rhetorical getting, questions that he knows the answer to. They're getting four thousand dollars per hotel room to the city of Denver, who bought it. That's insane. You're paying for it. What's, What's your the alternative money? though? Is like Section Eight housing. That's. Well, this is, I mean, this is basically section. There's alternatives. You have to come up with something creative. My, I got a friend, Robert Tretta. He was a, he was a Denver mayoral candidate. And he wanted to build houses, a little one-bedroom, kitchen, living room house. And he could do them for $25,000. And then what he wanted to do as well was 
get 100 homeless people to help them build them, teach them a trade, get them into those houses. They built their house. They have a purpose now. They know a trade, and they can go get a job. Yeah, that's and that's $25,000 for the entire build. You know, Dude, you know what I heard about that's really cool is 3D printing. You can 3D print a, a house. fucking house now. Sure, if you have the printer. Sure. And it's, Could you d- grab me a beer? Do you mind? It's, yeah. it's fucking insane. And that's like, dude, it's way cheaper. You know what I'm saying? And you've got a, you got a machine. But we're, but, we're, but we're building or we're buying hotels. I, I, I put this joke out. It's not that funny. But like for a lot of people, you know, for people that don't like Donald Trump so much, they're sure buying a lot of hotels, you know. <laughs> it's kind of funny. But... That's what they're doing. Okay, so I have uh, I have a couple fact checks. So uh, Lincoln, in the 1860 election, because of the differences between how we how the states run elections today compared to 1860, he was not barred from the ballot because the uh, the campaigns actually were the ones that printed the ballots, and knowing that he would not win in the southern states no publisher would print ballots for Lincoln so that's why uh, you know Douglas Breckenridge etc had essentially swept the votes so it's not quite a precedent dude that's crazy so they actually wouldn't print the ballots so they didn't even have a chance to vote for him exactly crazy that's nuts dude you said you had to come so yeah, and so uh, as far as the you were asking about the uh, prisons and, and and how how they make money or what was the what was the uh, question there? Uh, uh, yeah, just just kind of like how they're you know what where's the corruption taking place with these lobbyists in these prisons? It's like they're they're making money off having people in jail uh, for sure. So the the private prison industrial complex, um, private companies run the prisons. And they lobby the uh, various state legislatures to ensure that they are the only ones to run these prisons. So essentially a monopoly. And through taxpayer financing, they receive uh, the clothing, um, the, the, the guards, uh, the security systems, etc. And upcharge or request more financing than what they actually need and in layman's terms skim off the top and then also in these contracts and leases that these for-profit prison companies have an agreement with states cities the federal government they have to have an occupancy they have to hold a certain occupancy rate certain amount of prisoners they have to imprison people to hold up why why is that that seems I don't know why. Why do they? Why do they need to have a certain amount of number? Because it's for profit. You, you, you have to fill the prison. That seems like a, a problem there. Oh, definitely, yeah, absolutely. This is the problem. Like, yeah. there's more prisoners in America than anywhere else, isn't there? Yeah. Like yeah, more I, of our more, more of our citizens are behind bars than. Well, there's some. I don't know. I, I, I'm just kind of pulling that yeah, out. Yeah, per, per capita, I have heard of any industrialized country, America has the highest per capita. Uh, in prison today. God. It's definitely a fear of mine, and I imagine it is with you guys, too. What? Going to prison? Dude, I've been. Oh, yeah. Wrongfully sucks. convicted? I've never been to prison. I've been to jail. Yeah. And I've been to... It's uh, horrible. I've been to... I've been locked up in hospitals. 
Mm-hmm. Multiple I've been times. locked up in hospitals. Yeah, too. that shit sucks. Getting your freedom taken away yeah. fucking take, sucks. They take your shoelaces and shit. Yeah, and your fucking... yeah, your belt and everything. Uh, yeah. Although I will say the food's not bad. Food's <laughs> decent. Lie, <laughs> the food's actually pretty good because they're, yeah, they're, they're trying to get they're trying to get you back up to weight. And they're like, trying dude. to get your your weight right because that's like, actually a big yeah, part yeah. of of uh, mental <clears throat> mental well being is like yeah. you have to have your weight right and your body healthy yeah. in order to have your brain healthy. Like, I don't have to make this shit. They just serve it on a platter three times a day. It's kind of nice. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I you guys really... suffer from mental illness. So. Yeah, I we mean, I, I it's something I've suffered with in the past, but I feel like I'm doing really good now. You do? You, do you guys? You guys fear being locked up in a hospital more than you fear being locked up in a prison? No, no, because a hospital, no matter what, you're safe. It's comfy. You know, I mean, no matter what, you are safe. What scared me at the hospital was the the employees at the hospital, the nurses and shit at the hospital yeah. were fucked. But jail is is scary in its own way because you know that the people in there did something fucked to get in there. And there's a lot of greasy shit going on in jails. And you see... God, yeah, you see a lot of crazy shit. Yeah, I mean, all you do in the the hospital is you just play chess or, like, board games or you you meet, like, interesting people. I met some some really interesting people that that had some some stories that, like... We're really insightful. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, it was a little terrifying, though, because, you know, when you're ready to leave, they don't trust you that because that, they think you're bullshitting you. So, like, you kind of have to – you have to either lie about your, your well-being – um, in order to get out. In order to get out. Yeah, absolutely. Or, no, that's or the, be honest and stay there longer. You nailed and, and it. You, it. You nailed it. It's, it. it's like a hopeless that's feeling the, of, like – Please believe me. I, I I just want to fucking leave. That's the trick. Is like you gotta ask ask for a razor to shave yeah. your face. You gotta make your mm-hmm. bed. You gotta like look presentable. And this is like ways to show them that you're ready to leave. Yeah. Um, what the but, fuck are you guys talking about? Uh, getting in getting, a psych ward. Yeah, psych ward. Jeez. And a psych ward is not for mentally insane people. But it's like not you said, just for mentally. I want to go back to meeting people with good stories and yep, meeting a yep. lot of, of, of people that are like on another level. Yep. Like I talked to a guy who thought he was God. I talked to a guy who thought he was the devil. Uh, I uh, a lot of crazy shit. Right. Uh, but dude, it's like, man, these were the people that were like the shamans back in the day. The people that had like yeah. mental breaks and left the <clears throat> left the village. They were the ones that were like connecting. Were you guys there because you were going to harm yourself? Why did they keep you? I was. You're gonna harm yourself. Um, I was I was climbing churches and doing crystal meth. You were harming yourself. I wasn't harming myself. I was just doing. I was just kind of doing crazy, crazy shit. Okay, I don't know. I don't know how deep we like. Um, no, I actually um, <laughs> tried to get cops suicided, mm-hmm. and uh, they said, "Do you want to?" leave in an ambulance or do you want to leave in a cop car i said i want to leave in an ambulance what, 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 what happened before that did you have a mental breakdown they should have just taken you in let you chilled and left you or the first one i ever had did, it, did the, you really need to be in there the first for one however I, long the, you were in there the first one i ever had chris becker actually drove me to uh to a hospital because he was he was he was worried about me i spent the night at the corliss brother's house and i told luke we were about to go to sleep and i was like don't worry luke i won't rape your brain and it really freaked them out because for some reason I thought I was like connecting with people on this like telepathic level and uh, it was strange and then I left and it was really cold it was in the winter and I was just walking the streets and they found me 
and took me to this place and I sat on this bed and they gave me drugs and I woke up in a facility and and it was fucked. What was kind of terrifying for me is that the only way to get out was to lie. So I I felt like they weren't I don't know, like like if I have to lie about my well-being to leave, that's a problem, man, because yeah. like I could be completely bullshitting them and I did. I, I bullshit them to get out. Yeah. So the the system is obviously not working. Well, that's not true. You wanted out. I did, but I did not feel like I wasn't a harm to myself still. You know, like you should be able did to. Did you harm yourself? I did. Yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, I was Talk okay. It. We're, after we're okay. We're, we're buddies. I, yeah. Talk about I it. I was okay after that, um, but I did not feel. Like I was over that, mm-hmm. you know, when I left. And, did and you get I, over it? I did, I did. Um, but I, I just felt like I was not in a good place when I left, and so that failed me. You know, like like the whole purpose of that kind of unit was to make sure that you weren't going to kill yourself. And I didn't necessarily feel like that was out of the out of the question when I left. I felt trapped in that place, and I felt like, um, I felt like in order to leave, I had to lie about my well-being to them. And so that's a problem. Can I present you to a question? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Have you ever committed suicide? No. Well, I'd be dead. Right. You mean Not attempted? Committed, attempted. Yeah, uh, attempted. Mean? Well, committed means that you did it, and you're dead. Did you, I, yeah. Attempted, attempted is what you're trying I, to say, right? Plenty of people that hold a gun to their head and yeah, fucking yeah. miss. Yeah, yeah. Um, they committed that's suicide. That's an attempt. They failed. They attempted suicide. Yeah. Have, yeah, have, have the two of you attempted suicide? I, I have. I, I have not. I've considered it, but I have I've not. been very close. I mean, I had the noose around my neck. Um, I decided to step down. Why? And that I wasn't going to do it. What went through your head at that point that you decided to step down? So I, I was. I mean, I know I'm young now, but I was really young, and I I, I dealt with depression my whole life, mm-hmm. and I, at that point in time, something bad happened with uh, some relationships in my life, and I, I was so short-sighted at that point that I felt like, because this was... Uh, monumental. This was so monumental at the point, and, and it, it was always going to be that important to me mm-hmm. that now that that was a problem and it wasn't like a significant other relationship it was a, it, I, I got into a fight with a friend and on top of that I was not doing well with depression um, and so I felt like uh, at that point in time that that was it for me that was that um, this was the time it, nothing was ever going to change for my life and Nothing was going to get better. Uh, there weren't going to be other other significant uh, aspects of my life. So I I did want to die. How old um, were you? I was eighteen. Cool. Um, so thank you. It, it, yeah, no problem. It, it, it was a it was a really short sighted. Um, you know. So you were emotional. on you were on a box with yeah. a noose around your neck, about to kick the box out. Yeah. It's heavy. You didn't. Yeah, I didn't. At 18. How do you feel now, man? Um, I mean, it's it's still an issue, but uh, I 
I feel like I'm in a stable place. Um, I, I have things in my life that I'm passionate about and I look forward to the future of. So Mm -hmm. I, you know, and, and to be honest, man, the only reason I didn't is because I thought of my mom, I thought of the people around me and how devastated they would be because I did that. Mm -hmm. Um, and I decided to kind of bear the pain, um, to not have that happen to, to, to the people around me. Um, and I, I just went, I need to go to the hospital right now. Um, so I went straight there. You got yourself help. Yeah. That's huge, man. That shows to your character for sure. If I can give you any advice, that pain is going to continue. Oh, I know. For a little while. When you get to 35, it starts to fucking make sense. So just get there, man. Um, are you still taking medication? I am. I just stopped taking my antidepressants. Same I, same stuff I took in the in the hospital. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's I was on the same shit that I took in the hospital too. I was on a mood stabilizer and yep, antidepressants. Lithium, I took lithium and then some other um uh, antidepressant I'm still taking. Dude, I just I just stopped taking my antidepressants and dude, I feel like a veil got lifted off my eyes, really? dude. I I've, I've been wanting to quit, but the problem is like I've been on it for so long that if I don't take it, I'm up till 9 in the morning every single time. Mm-hmm. So I have to wean off it really. Yeah, slowly. that's how you're supposed to do it. Um, I just went cold turkey, but, which is not a good thing yeah, to do. Yeah, you're not you're not supposed to take it for long periods of times, or a lot of them are. I don't know about the one you took, but but at, I looked into it, and you know you're not supposed to take it for many many years. Yeah, you're um, not supposed to take it ever. Yeah, I think, and you know, I don't know your your brain, and you know, we're we're friends, but we're not like super close friends. So I don't want to be like, stop taking your meds because I don't know exactly where you're at. But dude, like, I feel good, and I can feel the frustration, and uh, my my fuse is a little shorter. Uh, mm-hmm. I can feel like the bad feelings can take hold, but I'm just I'm just like, it's okay, okay, what are the bad? It's feelings? okay. It's okay. You know, it's okay. Like. It's okay to feel... get angry, get sad. Yeah, yeah. It's it's punch a hole in the fucking it's, wall. It's normal. Like when I was on my. But what are your bad? If your bad feelings are, I want to walk into a church and fucking shoot everybody. That's a different fucking thing. That's but like, a different what thing. Do you, you know, what are your bad feelings? I want. I, I can't. I I'm, I'm so fucking angry. I, I don't know. This is kind of a, a delicate you know conversation, yeah, and I'm. A, I, I, guys, don't get me wrong. I struggle with fucking mental illness and depression and, and rage and, uh, fuck everything else. Been to rehab and all that shit, but I can't get unprescribed meds. There's nothing they could say to me or tell me what's going to happen. Yeah. I went on it. I went on them like when I was younger on, uh, the, the, goddamn, sorry, with an L or something, but. It just numbed me, man. That shit sucked. It's like I'd, and I was thinking, like, I'd rather feel the pain than be yeah. this numb. Yeah, there's something to that, man. Because I was just letting everything slide. Yeah. I was just like, You're that's fine. It. I'm not going to argue. Whatever you want to do. Yeah, that's right. You know, and that's, that's fine. But, like, there's a point where I was just like, no, like, I have opinions. I have shit that I want to say. And if I feel like I'm being wronged, I want to address that. And I don't necessarily want to like have an argument and get into a fight, but it's like no, I want to say my piece and maybe not let it slide, or, or, or I'll pick my battles, you know. But yeah, I don't know. I sometimes wish I just had like a bag of Xanax and I could just take one when I want one. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a dangerous bag to give anybody. <laughs> you know, uh, so they don't do it. But like that's right. Yeah. Like, oh, well, they kind of do. 
But I'm 30. I've had to learn. I've ruined relationships with girlfriends, family members through my fucking anger and through my journey. But like, that's the journey, right? I did it. Now I'm here. A little bit more clear-minded, uh, you, know, you know, contrary to popular belief. <sighs> Shit, man. I don't know. It looks like uh, David's starting to uh, kind of wear out a little bit. Dude, the mental... He's Ill- been drinking all day. I picked <laughs> him up. I was like, dude, you know we had a podcast today. We've been drinking all day. He texted me early. He's like, yo, put a little Coke in your bourbon. It's... Uh- <laughs> It's the way to go. You know? yeah. I'm like, I'm like, okay. Walker Hayes, you know I'm like, song? okay. You okay. broke up with me. Got some coke in my bourbon. Oh, yeah. like, I'm like, Jesus Christ, David. It's like 11:30. Dude, I only get two days off a week. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, Dude, we got a couple days off coming up. I'm stoked. Like, yeah. You guys are the fucking rock stars, but I live like it. You know. That's... Oh, I got three days off. I wish I didn't. <laughs> That's why you're here. Speaking uh, of off days, guys, I do need to uh, bow out of here, but uh, I do appreciate being on this podcast. It was great to meet you, Devin. Great nice to, to meet you. talk with you, David and Aaron. Uh, thank you so much. Right back at you, man. Thanks for being here. We'll send you the file, Kurt. Appreciate Love that. you, dude. Sounds good, David. Later. All right, Aaron. Take care. Later. Are we going to keep talking? Are you down, Devin? Yeah, we can. What, what's our time at? Uh, I could go either way. We just hit two hours. Let's go. Um, Are you good? Yeah. If, cool. you, if you want to keep going, I'll keep going. I just I want to open the window and uh, yeah, I'll be right back. For sure. Devin, twenty three years old. Yeah. What makes you laugh? What, what makes do you me find laugh? Funny? Yeah. Um. Do you like comedy? I do. Um, I I don't watch as many many comedies uh, as I used to. Um, I don't know why, but uh, I guess the people around me. Make me laugh. Yeah. Um, I got some friends back home. What's the uh, last thing you can remember laughing about? Um, I, I can't even think of anything, to be honest. Hmm? You've laughed right here tonight. I have, yeah. So, why so serious? Why so serious? Yeah. You know? I don't know. I guess I'm I'm kind of a serious kind of person. I don't know. So what irks you, man? I guess uh, beyond uh, what makes you laugh, if you can't answer that, uh, what irks you? What bothers you? What bothers me? Why are you such a sad sack of shit? (laughs) You laugh. I don't know. Um, What bothers you, man? What bothers me? Um, I guess poor treatment of of people. Mm -hmm. Um, The poor treatment of yourself or? uh, Of other people, of myself. Um, That definitely bothers me. Poor treatment of yourself. You yeah. feel like you're worth more than how people are treating you. Um. Yeah. I. Th- I think for for a long time I, I had a very low opinion of myself. But um, as Me I've too. gotten a little older, you you start to think. You know what? I I am who I am, and uh, if people have a problem with that, then uh, fuck them. When I walk down there and I open the door for you, and you were waiting there. My first impression was like, holy shit, look at this guy. So I just think you should know that. Like, Appreciate that. There's nothing <clears throat> that I could see that like, and then you come up here, man, and you play the guitar. So what, you, you know, 
You know you're good looking, right? I think I'm decent looking. You do well. With, you do, you do well with the chicks. Um, not really. <laughs> no, no. I, I'm I'm you a very out. very socially anxious person. Yeah. Um, so, both of you guys definitely need some women. Yeah, that's gonna skyrocket your confidence to a whole nother level. I think that's part of life, man. If you can, it's like that pairing up. You see, all animals do it. It makes you better. It makes you a better person. But it makes sense that I'm not confident about myself. There's no reason Devin should not be confident about himself. Well, That's what I'm saying. I, I, I walked down. I didn't expect to see this through the glass door. Yeah. And then you come up and you f- play beautiful blues music. And you know what you're talking about to the point where you and Aaron have a conversation and I'm out. So, mm-hmm. like, where do you? where are you lacking value in yourself? That's a very good question. Um, I... I think that uh you know looks are, are not everything and and I I I definitely have trouble interacting with people. Um so you, you know, just you, you I, I, if if you could be more loquacious I, you would I think feel I could better be more ex- extroverted um mm-hmm. more know how to talk to people. Yeah, yeah. I I definitely have trouble with that. Look um, here motherfucker. You're on a podcast. I am. With a mic in your face talking to me. Yeah. About kind of sensitive shit. Yeah. So. Well, you know, you just don't believe in yourself. Define. Yeah, I, I, I do think it's a self confidence issue. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think no one can really see themselves as who they are. Um, oh, you can, and, and you will. Yeah. Uh, I mean, hopefully, give I mean, it some time. It's, you're, you're it's getting young, better. Man. You know, I mean, you're an adolescent. Yeah. So, <laughs> give it time, dude. You look like a fucking Jones brother. <laughs> He's got a baby face for sure. Yeah. That might and, be. The... And look at his hairline, dude. Look at that fucking haircut. You're just mad because your hairline's completely gone. Oh, Aaron, <laughs> you're just mad because your fucking nose keeps growing. Define loquacious. But dude, dude, like everybody goes through it. Chill out, man. Yeah. Loquacious means talkative, and yeah, everyone experiences that chattiness sometimes. What's on your mind? That's my that's my boo. Yeah. A, lo- a, lo- a loquacious person. Is um, I guess the example would be um, that I want to say to you, Seb. He can go to anybody, talk about anything. Mm-hmm. It's just done. Yeah. Eli, loquacious, loquacious. You know the right thing to say at the right time. It doesn't bother you. You have no anxiety about it. Mm-hmm. Small talk, and hopefully I'll get. There. How about that weather, Devin? <laughs> Sucks, right? I don't even want to have this fucking conversation. It's not too bad for winter. Not too bad for winter. I Ooh. hate the weather conversation. It's I wish it would worst. snow. It's the worst. It's the worst. It's the worst dude. I don't know. It, it, it's it's kinda... the worst. Everybody knows it's the worst. But when you have it, it's an icebreaker. Yeah. Yeah. I wish it would snow. Oh, when's the snow coming? This is what I'm dropping off hot tubs to people. Like, oh, I bet you guys are glad. Yeah, I mean, when's the snow coming? Just like fucking bullshit, fucking nonsense. I fucking hate it. I was in your spot. Once you get it, once you understand that that's fuck what you think about what you're saying to people. Once you understand, that's all they want to fucking hear. Yeah. You understand. And then you and then you just say it. 
How about the weather? Oh, 70 degrees. It's like, oh, yeah. Ooh, it's cold today. Oh, Carlos, that's frio. I mean, we could say it in fucking Spanish, you know? Yeah, and I mean, that's that's part of it, the small talk, the weather talk. But then it's like a lot of times people just like to talk about themselves. Yeah. So if you're asking questions, uh, we had a coworker. His his big thing was his question, his icebreaker that he would, he would ask the ladies and even dudes was, what are you passionate about? Yeah, yeah, and... And he that would do, motherfucker. He, that motherfucker. He was such a ladies' man. He made me look like a. He made it's me so look, stupid. I get two hours to do a podcast before I ask people what makes you laugh. And guess what, Devin? Nobody's got a fucking answer. Yeah. Nobody. You see it. What makes you laugh? You always I ask everybody. You, yeah, you always say fucked up shit. Yeah. Well, what makes me laugh is fucked up shit. Yeah. But nobody has a fucking answer. Yeah. Well, it, it's kind of interesting because you know I have all this social anxiety, but. I can see it right when here. I, Why are you now socially anxious? I don't know. Let me get uh, that fucking... Yeah, go for yeah. it. Uh, but when I get on stage, when I play live music, zero stage fright. Nice. Not at all. That So I, it's weird. It's weird. It's it's like... It's when it has to do with something I'm passionate about or I'm... I, like, I'm pretty confident with guitar. I know I'm not the best guitarist. There are always people better than you. But, like, when I, when I play guitar, it, it's like a barrier for me. Um, and I've noticed that because I've, I've taken singing classes where you sing without a guitar, all the stage fright comes back. So it's like a barrier for me to, you can hide behind it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's like something I've put so many hours into that, um, can you sing? It's part of you. It's It's an okay. The guitar is an extension of you, man. I'm okay. Are you a vocalist? I wouldn't say that. I, I, I sing a little bit. Are you a lyricist? Can you write? That's really tough for me, but I'm getting better at it. You're, I'm, you're, I'm doing I mean, you're it every a great day. guitarist. I think what you'll find, Devin, as you as you go through the music, your musical, uh, whatever you want to call it, musical experiences, it's like, dude, Journey. you're gonna start singing because it's hard to hold on to a band. It's hard to hold up, yeah. find a find a vocalist that's cool yeah. that wants to jam with you all the mm-hmm. time. Like, and that's what happened with me. I just started singing because I it was like out, out of necessity. Yeah. It's like if I want a band, like I'm gonna need a singer. So I guess I'll just fucking sing. Yeah, and I'm that totally band open needs to a that. singer. She's not good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm you know. Yeah. It takes not, a friend to tell you too. You know. You know what I mean. But actually, you are good. Like you know, what you sent me with the X. Oh, that was dope. You like that? Yeah, I told you I did. It was fucking dope, man. But you're not out there like belting vocals. No, my thing know? is I'm trying to be the hook guy. I, I want to come in with the yeah. hook, with like the sexy fucking chorus hook. And, That's the most important part. And then like I want to have some really dope MCs to lay down verses. And like I'll lay down some verses here and there, but... Do you think that's the most important part of a song? For for the average listener, yes. It's what they remember. It's what they take with them. Do you want to make music for the average listener? No. So that, that's why I kind of went into recording because I, I decided that being successful performing is not the most important thing in my life. Um, I want to be able to help people make the music they want to make. And then at the same time, I want to make whatever the fuck I want to make. And, and make I don't give a shit. Like, it, I don't want to rely on that as my income because rely on it, what? it doesn't rely on, rely on, being on making, talent, being talent. A, making a pop song because mm-hmm. I don't like pop. I I want to make what I want to make, and a lot of these a lot of these bands are kind of pigeonholed into making pop music. Um, so when I was younger and I was like taking drum lessons and shit, the instructor would always be like, "If you could just read music, you could walk into any studio and they'll pay you. Just be a studio drummer." Mm-hmm. 
You make a lot of money. A lot of people make a lot of money doing yeah, that. they do. So why not? You don't want to do that either. I, I, I don't. I, it's something to do it. Like I don't want the spotlight to be on me. To be honest, that I think that's it. I, I well, want as a studio musician. The spotlight is definitely not on you. I think yeah. you do want the spotlight to be on you. Explain that a little more. I think that like you think you're good enough. Uh, you have an ego, uh, and you know you're good enough. You're obviously I've seen it here. You know what you bring. You know what you are. You know what you can do. You want to be that guy. You want to be the guitarist. Like, imagine if fucking Red Hot... If if this was the beginning of Red Hot Chili Peppers, and that's Flea, and I'm fucking Anthony Kiedis, and we're asking you to be fucking... Chad Smith. Chad Smith. Well, well, that's a drummer. I, yeah, but yeah. yeah that's deep, what you want. Yeah, deep down, I... I John Frusciante. That's what I, John I, I dreamed yeah. of as a kid, and that's what I wanted to do for most of my life. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, I, I just... I'm trying to be realistic here, and 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 like that's just not what? gonna happen. Cocksucking motherfucker told you to start being realistic. Yeah, you got to be careful with that shit, dude. Because dude, my dad was telling me that same shit. He's like, "Well, yeah," because I was telling about the podcast, and like I was excited about it, and I I've good, I feel like it has legs, and I feel good about it, and we're we're making strides. And he's like, "Yeah, well, you know, I want to win the lottery too." And I was just like, "Ah, like it, like." Does he play? It like pierced my heart. Does he buy you know, a ticket? It was, it, yeah, was, it was one of those things where it was just like, yeah, I keep dreaming. Kind of, yeah. you know. I think it comes from But me. it's different than the lottery, man. It's like, it's one thing to guess numbers. It's another thing to like hone your craft and get better gear and get better guests and try to get, and get better and fucking get sponsors and fucking, it's yeah. a completely different thing. I straight up told him, I was like, that's dog shit, dad. That's dog that's shit. dog shit. And you don't even play the lottery. So like, no, if you I don't even buy a ticket, you can't play. Right. And you can't have a, a, a worldwide sensational podcast without getting in front of a fucking mic. Yeah. And you can't be the fucking lead guitarist of Red Hot Chili Peppers without getting out yeah, there yeah. and fucking playing I, guitar. I, I just, I found another passion that I am, I really like, which is recording. And I, I, I said to myself, I, I can still make the music that I want to make. And if that goes somewhere, it goes somewhere. Mm-hmm. But I have a, I have a, a, another plan. You know, I have a, I, I have a way that I can still be in this industry and 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 still do something that I'm passionate about, yeah. Without going 100% into something that's probably not going to happen. No, that's huge, man. You know and what that's... I mean? It's not. It's not like a pessimistic thing. It's just I I enjoy something else, and it's slightly. I'm not like it's not. It's not like being a sound engineer is infinitely more more uh, likely to be. You'd successful rather be a rock star. I, yeah. Yeah, I, I would rather play live music, but I can still do that. And and I and I I, I kind of leveled with myself and decided I don't need to play a stadium to be happy. I, I I can play a coffee shop, I can play a small venue, and I'm still happy because I'm still doing it. You know, yeah. I, I so that's kind of where I the conclusion I came to is maybe I should I should put all my effort into this recording. Thing. And you you being in the studio, like you said, you're still in the industry. Yeah. You know what I mean, and that's yeah. like, kind of like how I feel about like I want to I want to set up guitars and build guitars. It's like I'm still in the industry yeah. and I'm still part of it. I'm not settling. Yeah, it's yeah. something I'm also passionate for. Yeah, yeah. Know? Something you're also curious about getting better at, yeah. learning about. Yeah. Like, it's, and it's and and the other thing is is I was just playing in a, in a high school band. I knew nothing about recording. By myself, I could not make an album. I knew nothing about recording, so if I went into recording too. I could do every fucking step of that shit. Mm-hmm. I could do 
the writing, I could do the playing, I could do the the recording, I could do the mixing and the mastering. Yeah, I, could, I could do every step. I, I yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah. So I could make shit happen by myself. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of wh- wh- why I decided to no, do that's, that. It's, it's brilliant. Do you know why you're on this podcast? Why? Why? Do you know what this podcast is? Not really. We bring in local talent. All right. Uh, Aaron brought you on. You're a local talent. Last week we had Sebastian Sebsoul. Great. Absolutely great electronic artist, right? He doesn't have any recordings. A couple weeks before that we had X. You're recording music with him. He doesn't have any professional recording. So, here you are, Devin. Yeah, I'm I'm down to work with anyone. You want to record some shit? Yes, hundred percent. The universe, man. It doesn't matter what genre. It doesn't matter who the no, person is. No, you're a recorder. I know these people are probably you're tired. A producer. Of, tired of hearing me talk about the universe, dude. But it's like, dude. If they're listening, they're not tired of listening. We're dude. we're fucking building an army. We're building a team. It's a team first, and then it'll become an army. I, I truly enjoy it, so it doesn't matter who it is, what genre it is, I'm down. For sure. And I have access to the to the 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 things that I, I need access to to record. Sebastian them. brought a CD. <laughs> I couldn't listen to it, man. I don't have a CD player. And since last week, I'm like looking for a CD player. Like, I don't even... I had to listen to his shit online because... I totally was like, what the fuck is that, dude? I bet you that CD's fire, too. I just... I don't have a way to oh, listen to sure. it. Oh, for sure. But, you know, yeah. whatever. That's It's like, yeah. You, That's where you come in. Seb, you're great. No, we're not... We're not burning CDs. Like, this is a... Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll send them off digital. Give me, give me... Give me contact numbers. Do it for free. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do it for free for a minute, and then yeah, for you a know, minute. yeah, for yeah. Once you get your catalog together, then you yeah. can start. You but can say still, this is I'm this is what I've point. done, I'm, and yeah. th- my shit is good. You can tell, yeah. and this is what I'm worth, and this is what it fucking yeah. cost. Yeah, but I'm by ex- no, no means an expert. Experience, but I, yeah. Experience goes a long way. Like I'm trying to get into the repair oh, yeah. shop at the picking parlor, and like the master luthier is like. No, like you need experience. Like even if you got your certificate at Red Rocks, like you need the experience, mm-hmm. you need the time. But it's kind of like this weird catch twenty two thing where it's like, how am I going to get the experience if you're not going to let me work in the shop? You know, so it's like I'm getting experience at Gravity doing setups and minor yeah. minor repairs and shit. But it's like, yeah, I got to do that for another few years and maybe yeah. get my certificate if I want to work yeah. at this repair shop. And dude, the master luthier at the picking parlor is sick, dude. He worked at the Gibson nice. uh, Gibson Signature Shop, and That's uh, sweet. he was just like repairing. Uh, rock stars yeah. gear and shit it's crazy yeah I mean I'm, I'm really trying to diversify myself because I'm also getting experience in that yeah in, yeah in setup work and, and I was saying Devin repair. taught me Devin I mean, taught me a lot about setting up guitars yeah. and and I'm, I'm doing sh- shit in film I've, I've worked on multiple film projects I'm trying to get as much like a, a wide net as I can mm-hmm. you know keep doing it the thing about 23 years old is you have no idea how young you are man you yeah. think you're old just do it. All right. So here's my question. You're 23. I'm 36. You're right. Yeah, right I'm going to be 36 in May. What would you want to ask us? About anything. What? Um, Just older guys here chatting with you, you know, trying to give you a little fucking. How do you, how do you deal with the, uh, the, the low spots in your life? I mean, how do you keep going? It's a good question, man. You go. It's peaks and valleys, my mom always told me. Just put your head down and keep going. It's peaks and valleys, dude. What do you do? You ever skied? No. You ever snowboarded? Nothing? I have snowboarded. Okay, so you've been down a mountain. Yeah. 
What do you do when you get to the bottom of the mountain? Take uh, the lift back up. Yeah, take a lift back up. You deal with it. You're down there. Um, I, dude, I've been in a lot of fucking low places in my life, and I'm probably still there. And this podcast has kind of lifted me up. It's tough, dude. Like, it, I'll tell you what you do if you're getting low. Can I? No, keep going. Keep going, please. It's tough, man. When you're low, you're low. And I've been there, bro. I tried to suicide by cop. I went to the hospital. I'm also a very loquacious individual, and I told, uh, I, I, I said the words I needed to say to let me out, you know. I've been to rehab, too. Um, I've, I've had my heart broken, man. I've broken hearts. I've, I'm still pretty fucking low, bro. You got to know something about me. I'm 35. I live with my mom, you know. I don't make any fucking money. Like, I'm, I'm broke, right? I guess the belief that something is going to happen for me at some point keeps me going. But I also understand that that might not happen. Yeah. You have to live with that. <clears throat> and so what? Amor fate. Amor fate. Let destiny. What is it? Love your fate. Love your fate. Amor fate. And go to Chinese massage parlors. Yeah. That's going to help you. <laughs> That's going to help you when you're down. Uh, Coco. Coco. I, I don't know that it will, man. I had a little bit of it money. Will. I had a little bit of money in my it life, will. Devin. I fucked prostitutes. I did cocaine every day. I fucking. But you know what I did while I was doing all that shit? Was nothing. I blew it all. It's going to come to you, man. Not when you're 23. Maybe when you're 28. That's when it came to me. Just fell into it. I was lucky. Got some money, and I fucking blew it. Okay. Well, yeah. So don't blow it when it comes to you. And if you do, whatever, learn from it. Life goes on, man. When you're at your lowest, man, you get you get by by knowing that you're at your lowest. You know, recognize you're at your <clears> lowest. <throat> accept that you're at your lowest. Understand you're at your lowest. But keep in, go on. Keep in mind that your lowest, the lowest that you have ever felt. There's somebody else in this world that would kill for for yeah. for where you're at. I mean, if you want to talk about the world, just understand, just being born and living in the United States, you're in the top one yeah. percent of the fucking sure. population of the world. You want to talk about winning the but, lottery? But it doesn't. It, that's not going to help your fucking brain when you're fucking mm. down, mm. depressed. You know, yeah, yeah, who yeah. gives a fuck about the people of fucking sedan? When you're fucking down on your lowest, man. Just, everyone has just, issues, and you deal with what you deal with, what you see. Yeah, it's your world. It's your reality, man. But yeah, when you're low, just fucking be low. <clears throat> I guess I guess that's my answer. Yeah. Be low, accept it, one of the, embrace one of the... it, enjoy it. You write music. You play music. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. yeah. Like fuck, man. I, I definitely have because um, like one of the biggest anxieties that I have right now is I'm transitioning from college to the adulthood world, to adulthood mm -hmm. and. I I often think that I didn't do enough and and that that I'm wasting this time right now. That will continue. You know, because I I you know, I, I graduated high school. What and, should you and, have gone to Yale? Like I you should no, have been a lawyer. No, no, no. But, or, but 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 you know, I I I it's almost anything I do, I I think that I could have done more, you know. Well, that's um, not a, that's not a bad thing. Yeah, being a perfectionist. Be, yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, it's like that hasn't led to me doing more, you know. Um, 
it hasn't it hasn't led you into what you consider a successful yes, yes. life. Yeah. I'm um, 35. I grew weed for a long time. Not, I thought that was my career. Um, that's why I like seeing you at 23, getting into what you're getting into. We got into it at 21. Got into weed. It, it kind of it made me some money, and then it didn't. Right. But now I move hot tubs. And when I move them, I try to do it with the utmost grace. I don't damage them. You know, I hold myself to a high standard. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that because you're always going to hold yourself to a high standard. No matter what you're doing. And that sets you apart from anybody else, man. So continue to hold yourself to a high standard, but give yourself a fucking break, dude. You're not, and, and that's my problem is I, I don't do that. Give yourself I don't a break, a break, dude. Ever. I, I I always am in that mindset of, you know, no matter what it is, no matter how good I'm doing, you're not doing enough. You're you're, so yeah, that's definitely my problem. And I think I need to learn to to get to that place where, um, you know, to recognize. There's the, no the place to get to. In, you, there's no place to get to. Always feel like you're not doing enough. Because that means you're going to do more. Yeah. Well, Alan and Watts. that's never an issue you ever, for anybody. You ever listen to Alan Watts? No. You should check him out. He's this famous philosopher. But he's got this thing where it's like everybody's, it's this theory where it's like everybody's always looking towards the future. And they're always like, well, you know, am I going to have enough money? Am I going to, you know, what, what's my future going to be? Is it going to be, you know, and you're looking towards the future, looking towards the future. But you're never really like in the moment ever. Yeah. Ever like you, you're never in the moment long enough to appreciate what you have because you're looking towards the future. And then when you get to that point in the future, if you're lucky enough to get where you want to go, then you're, you skip the beat and you're, and then you're thinking about 10 years ahead of that. You're you're constantly thinking about the future, which is like kind of what makes humans so, so radical. But at the same time, it's like, you just got to take a beat and just be grateful for what you have for sure. And it's kind of cheesy sounding, but it is true. Do you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and savior? I do not. You're not a Christian? No. Okay. So, um, could you subscribe to the idea that you are right now? Why are you here? Let's start there. Why am I here? Uh huh. I'll give you the uh, answer. Because some guy. Because you're supposed to... to be. Yeah. Why do you guys work together? Well, well it's coincidental but it's because you're supposed to so how's think, that what does that what does that have to do with jesus do you think <laughs> it was planned i don't know I, I i don't believe that you have any choice in the matter yeah. and as soon as you accept that and subscribe to it and let yourself be a part of that no more fucking worries, dude. You know what's going to really trip you out to think about is you were the one that chose your fate before you were even born, and you forgot. You ever think about that? It doesn't trip me out, and it's like I don't subscribe to it whatsoever. All right, well, dude, I'm Why not going. I'm not going to give you a subscription to it. Why am I here? Why are you here? Why is he here? I don't know. Why are two guys that have known each other, dude? We have a somewhat checkered past it's not like we're best buds from you know it's like it was off and on and off and on and off and on and now we're on and we're sitting here and you're sitting here you think that's a coincidence i don't know i um 
I, I don't think too hard into it. I don't know why. Well, you do. But but there's got to be really hard into it. Because there's got to be you. there's got to be something that you can hold on to, like like I feel like that's what religion is. Is it's something that you can grasp about uh, about the universe, um, anything, because because we are just kind of alone here. You know, we we know nothing. Um, so so like, but I don't think that's you're, a bad you're... thing. I think that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's a it's a way to ground yourself and and to subscribe to something at anything that can but you, that but you can don't make feel you like you have better. a purpose of being there or am i wrong i do what's your purpose my purpose is to make music and what does that do um who are you making music for myself good good man right answer yeah yeah you're here to do that yeah where else could you do it where else can I do it? If you left here, if you had your wish, think you could make music in the next one? Yeah. Um, I but I don't know. I I I, I never really thought too hard about. Um, Dude, I think hard about this shit like this. About thing. the next life or, or reincarnation. Is there a next life? I don't know. I think there's a world in our dreams, man, that we live. I sometimes I have dreams about playing live shows. Sometimes I have dreams about being underwater, flying, all kinds of shit. But I feel like, dude, sometimes I feel like the world that we're living right now is the dream. And it's just a way for us to to go to a place where we can feel the physical realm, feel some pain, you know, feel some emotions. And uh, I don't know, this restriction that we're all under, call it. I don't know what you'd call it, but just fucking laws of physics. I don't know. But this restriction that you're under, it makes us all kind of on the same the same level. I don't know. It just makes us, we're all human beings. We all kind of have the same chance. We all have the same components. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know where I'm going with that. Save me, David. I like talking about philosophy, man. Tell me about your 23-year-old, 23-year-old philosophy. What do you think life's all about, Devin? Uh, I think life is about doing what you care about. Um, and that's it. Because you're going to be dead. And someone's going to forget you. So you need to do what makes you happy. What what, what you're passionate about. Um, but, you know, I mean, there's also value to someone who, who values uh, making money over that. And that's a majority of people. It um, takes all types. Yeah, I, I, for me, it, it's a different answer for every, for every person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I'm asking you. But yeah, yeah. For me, for me, it's about doing what I care. About. Yeah, I absolutely um, agree with you. And, it's all I've ever done. It doesn't matter if uh, you know. I honestly, I I don't have the experience of doing this for ten years and being dirt poor. Um, so I I don't have the negative repercussions of of making this choice, but. Um, but for me not, right that's now, not a negative repercussion. I, I hope you change your nomenclature. The vocab on this guy tonight's great. Yeah. Loquacious m- nomenclature. <laughs> um, it's not, man. What if? So what <clears throat> if you spend the next ten years of your life doing what makes you happy and you're poor? Right now, I feel like I would not give a shit. You won't. It doesn't matter for it me. But matter. but but I haven't experienced that. You know that that experience of being poor because of of, of the choices. But. Right now, I do you I value... think I'm poor because of the choices I made? 
No, I, I don't know much about you. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you I'm poor. And I made choices. Those choices I made. Am I poor as a result of that, or am I just poor because uh, that was what was meant to be for me at this point in time? There's a difference between being poor and broke. Yeah, I'm both. <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is a difference. We could go into that. But no, man, I mean, it, 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 this is a philosophical yeah, conversation. It, it, I, I love to have it, yeah. you know. It doesn't mean that... that um, is your dream to have money? Your dream is to no, be rich, no, and you think you're going to no. be rich in five years because you no. are a guitar tech? Not at all. Now, maybe, what if uh, Walker Hayes comes into the store, and he says, Who's my fucking guy? I love you. You're my guitar tech. That could happen. Yeah, yeah. There's, and you're there's, rich. There's yep. an opportunity for success sure. in anything you do, but um, I, I guess what I'm saying is that... Um, I, will you be disappointed when you're 36 years old and poor? Right now, I don't think I will. But when I'm 36, right now I don't you know. don't think you'll be 36 and poor, or right now you don't I, I think be you'll be poor and disappointed. Disappointed. So you're expecting to be. 36 I and I poor. am prepared for for whatever financial situation comes my way, and I think it is more valuable to enjoy what I do than than to to have a good financial situation. Same. But yes. that being said, I'm 23 and. I have not experienced that bad financial situation. Um, so I, I don't want to speak for my future self in saying that, you know, it was worth it. But uh, right now, I, I don't see a future where I, 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 I think it's not worth it. See a future for this guy? Or you think we're like interviewing him on the street in 10 years? <laughs> no, I see a future for this yeah, guy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Just chill the fuck out for a minute, you know? Do it. Do your thing. You're doing the right thing. Do it, man. Stop worrying about everything else. Get yourself a rub and tuck. <laughs> I that's, wouldn't. That's the takeaway from this, I, this I conversation. Wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'd, uh, go, get you, I'd I, go get yourself. You're 23 years old. I'd go get yourself as many 18-year-old girlfriends as you can get and enjoy your youth. Well, obviously. But, dude, yeah. you got to boost that confidence. <laughs> I'm telling you, you get a nice, you get a nice massage from a, a sweet, older Asian woman. How come okay. you, so you have a difficult time talking to women? <laughs> I want to talk to you about it because you're very good looking. And I, I think I have kind of the same issue. This guy does not look at him. I know something about you, you know. So you don't, you have a hard time talking to women? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how do you approach a woman? Or you just don't? Well, I, I have a hard time being myself. When I do that, I tend to kind of put on a face that is not me. And what's the face? It's a person that um, is says everything right. I don't know. I I I, I worry that that you know something that I will say will 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 be wrong or turn the person off. Mm -hmm. um, and I I think that try to be a people pleaser. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Try to and, read and, and, the room and say the right fucking thing. Exactly, and and uh, that that in a lot of cases is not successful at all. Um, because well, in the long what term, want, it's never yeah, successful. Yeah, what you want is someone who can who can uh, appreciate you. How many one night stands have you had? Um, three. Aaron, how many one night stands have I had? Mm -hmm. A few. I'm more on this guy's page. I could count them: three, four, yeah. thirty-five. Because yeah. it don't don't feel right. 
You've had several, right? Like, uh, yeah. couldn't count them. No. Couldn't count them. Enough. You're pretty successful with women, right? Dude, they like to ride on the back of motorcycles, man. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. I like, I, I, I like this conversation. Okay, so, because uh, I struggle with the same shit, man. So how do you, and we got Aaron here, man. So how do, hey, Aaron, what's yeah. the advice for me and Devin? To, to what? To find a, a woman? Just to start a conversation. Just start a conversation with the woman. All right, well, you have to make them laugh, period. You have to make them laugh. That's it. Make them laugh and, and take a shower. Seriously. Make them laugh and take a shower. Yeah. Come on, man. Be real. Come on. I'm serious, dude. They what? appreciate cleanliness, you know? Do I smell? No, I don't think Come so. Really. Uh, Humor is huge, man. I think that goes a long way. If but you, it's not the answer. Okay, so what do you say? What's the question again? What do you say to a woman? I think what me and Devin are wondering is, how do you show who you are, even though, like, beyond your outward appearance, in a first, you know, impression to a woman? Like, what do me and Devin do? This guy, I was that. When I was 23, oh, fuck, you should have seen me, dude. But, yeah, you know, still pretty goddamn good looking. But like, how, how do you, how do you, like, wh- like, what do you do, man? I mean, you, dude, you break up with a chick while she's moving out. You're talking to another chick. Like, come on, give us some fucking advice, brah. Okay, well, hmm, I think, uh, uh, that's a good question, man. Um, being yourself, and also trying not to come on too strong. That's a mistake I've made a lot in the past. Oh yeah. Because they, yeah, and Devin knows about some <laughs> stories about when I've come on way too strong. Because it's like you, you know, and she knows that you want to fuck her. It's just that's life. That's primal and it's real. It's an energy. Yeah, and it's so you know that she knows that. So you can't, you can't let her know that's what you're trying to do. You just gotta just approach her like a fucking human being and talk to her like you would your friend and, and try to make her laugh and fucking i don't know it's let's let's pause on the um coming on too strong though but mm-hmm. that coming on too strong is better than doing nothing mm-hmm. i think so too so cuz you can learn, you can learn from that yes, you can learn from yes, that yes yes so i think coming I, on too it, strong and it'll work at some point yeah that's what i'm saying you know i think coming on too strong is like why wouldn't you yeah, I mean, exactly. as a direct yeah, person, it's, it's, I'll tell you as why. A I'll, tell you, person, I'll tell you why you wouldn't, David. It's because you're like a wolf, and they're like a little fucking lamb, lamb, and they're like in the corner, and you've got your claws out and your teeth out, and you're like salivating, and you've got your red rocket, and you're like approaching her, and she's just like, oh, she's all scared, you know, and she's just like a little rabbit. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you I told it. you that at your mom's house. I said you're not gonna fuck this chick tonight. Get her phone number. Let's move on. And you did that, right? Yeah. Now, Tabitha Joan. I mean, now, she has was she just, texted you back? We were talking a little bit on Instagram, but I don't think it's in the cards. Instagram. She's got a boyfriend. That's how girls do it these days. You don't ask for a number. You ask for her Instagram. <sighs> That's a level a level of separation that they can give you. Yeah, it's if, if yeah. she doesn't want to give you her number, but she's like, maybe I'll, you know, you can see me and maybe I'll talk to yeah. you, you know. But yeah, she's just, she's not comfortable giving the number. Which it's a is, closed door. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's, it's, it's better. Than, open. It's better than no, but it's yeah. So you're on Instagram, Devin. I am. You're I, on Instagram? I, I haven't posted TikTok? In, no. TikTok? Yeah, I just started a TikTok. Facebook? Uh, I have one, but I don't really use Facebook? it. Facebook? I haven't used it in years. I, I'm not a social media person. I don't post anything. I, I don't know. You're a real motherfucker. <laughs> this guy's kind of like a... Uh, he's kind of like me, but young. He's kind of like an idiot font. 
idiot savant. Yeah, they called me that at 23, too. And I don't know. That's a compliment. <coughs> it sounds like it's not because idiots in it. What I always liked about myself that always got me in trouble is uh, I'm going to be who the fuck I am, and I'm going to say what the fuck I want, and whether you like it or not, I'm done. You know? th- that's what you need to do. Yeah, that, so, I Because you that. need to find someone who appreciates that. Right, but I can because also... Because if you don't, I can, it's I can, not going to But I could also go two-face and... Right, and, and, and be somebody that yeah. everybody wants to be. But that's a short-term thing. Oh, short-term. That's a one-night stand. Yes, yeah. and I don't like yeah. doing it, and that's why my one-night stands are very few. Like, I've got a great first impression. I've got a decent second impression. That third impression? Well, I want to hear about your first, your second. Well, I don't know. I'm just I, I'm a gentleman. I try to smile and, and be nice and fucking... How did you know. approach Tabitha at, at your mom's house? Like, what, what, what was that one? Well, she's like leaning, she's leaning on the bar with this little short skirt, and she's got like these knee-high socks on, and she's got mm-hmm. these these ass-kicker Doc Martens on. So I went up to her, and I, I complimented her Doc Martens. Nice. Shoes. And they were cool, and girls like shoes, and mm-hmm. we were talking a little bit. And, the Doc uh, Martens weren't cool, but you said they were. No, nah, I thought they were cool. They were ass, ass kickers, and she said she, she steps on toes with them. And um, So you, 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 you did you go kinky with, like, you step on toes with those? No. You just sort <laughs> no, of like, she I said, like your docs. I asked her name, and she said it was Tabby, and, like the cat, and I said I have a cat, and we just started talking. It was cool. That's it. Yeah. That's it. My my problem because and by the end of the night and then I saw her on the dance floor and I went to go dance with her and I was dancing to with talk her. And I want to hear what yeah, yeah, yeah. got to say. The compliment, the surface level thing, the first thing you say is not the hard part. It's you can get the attention. You can you can you can compliment them and then after you're that, right. You're right. What the fuck do you do? You're right. Staying in the cut. Being Staying able to in, stay in the cut and, and, and not having a lull in the conversation yeah, and yeah, ha- yeah. always having something to no. say. That's the fucking problem. That happened to me with That's this. Me. That happened to me with this girl. It reached a point where I was like, okay, I don't know you. I don't have anything else to say. I was like, oh, nice yeah. to meet you, and I just kind of like left. And I've gotten there countless times mm-hmm. where you get through the fucking door, mm-hmm. and then it's just it's downhill from there well, because once, you once you feel like it's it's tapering off or it's getting weird then just fucking that's not the situation she's not for you no not necessarily no she could definitely be for you but just let her know hey you know i'm interested i said my piece i you, will you know i'm interested you, Devin. she's not for you it's time do you want her that night put another face dude, have you ever seen top gun you, are you kidding me mm-hmm. dude just because she says no just because all right that sounds a little rapey. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> rephrase it. <laughs> let, me, let me backtrack. I know, a what, you mean. I know what you mean. No, I mean some. You know, it's it's part of the courtship, man. And like, mm-hmm. some sometimes it's you're gonna strike out, but it's fine, yeah. man. And you just you know. You but you need to find the person where inexplicably, inexplicably, that lull doesn't happen. Yeah, you're right. And for I, no reason yeah. at all, just because you yeah. are connecting with that person. And I have that's that. the person you need to find, and that's a long term, long term relationship. Yeah. No, I, I, and I'm, I'm. I'm developing that with this girl right now, and I'm really doing my best. I really don't want to fuck it up. Are you talking about Tabby or Jin? Uh, No, Tabitha's not going to happen. That was just kind of a... That was like a one... So we're talking about Jin. We're talking about somebody. I I think I know. But, uh, yeah. uh, See, what we're talking about here, man, we are two guys asking this guy for advice. And uh, does it even make sense? Because we're not him. But what we can do is take his advice and, uh, honestly, when I lived with this guy, it was nice. It was nice when I lived with Aaron. Uh, he taught me, I mean, shit, man. He taught me everything I know. And, like, he'll continue to do that. But I feel you, man. Like, what, what do you do when it hits that lull? 
Like, yeah. I don't. I don't think it means like that's not the one. No, no, no. Yeah, or that's not. Or or is just like some but people. How do you are, get out of that yeah. lull? Man? Some people are nervous when they first meet people. Yeah, and there's, and you're there's out a out period the where it's a little awkward. That's everything. That's every relationship. Yeah, yeah. So you're but, out at the bar. Well, it doesn't all have to take place right then when you meet him. I mean, yeah. you, you say your piece, and then you dip out and go hang out with your homies and keep your eyes on her, and maybe, maybe you know, catch eyes with her a couple of times, try to dance with yeah. her, you and know, buy her a drink. Okay, hey, great to meet you. This isn't a lull. We're not talking about anything. Yeah, like, Let I said back. my piece, great and to meet you. Yeah, maybe and I'll see you know, later, see maybe you I won't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, it was nice to say hello. It was nice to enjoy your company. That's and all. And then, when you see her again, and you got that, that conversation strikes up, and now you suddenly have something to talk about. Yep. Yeah. You saw her earlier. You yeah. You talked earlier, so you're more comfortable, and yeah. You you, know, you, so you allow that. Let it breathe. Yeah. You know, let it marinate. Yes. You know, but you definitely don't want if it hits a low, like to just pound her with fucking. Yeah. You know. Oh, you want to pound her for sure. <laughs> you definitely want to pound her, but yeah. I mean, I mean, but you know, when it hits the low, it's time to just walk. Walk away. Go hang yeah. with your buddies. Come yeah. back later and see if you got something to talk about. Mm-hmm. If at that point you don't got nothing to talk about, yeah, it's done. It's done, man. Like, there's something about seeing a girl across a room, in between people, and like catching eyes with her. Like, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like a movie thing, but it's like mm-hmm. it's real. And it's like, yeah, I'm checking you out. You're kind of checking me out. But mm-hmm. it's like you don't want to go overboard. You don't want to be a creep that's like staring at her. But like, yeah, we caught eyes. Okay, give it a second. You know, like, okay, you know. But how long? So you see that happen. And that'll happen often, man. And I see, I don't, not just bars, but just being around. Catch eyes. How long do you have to go say, hey, my name's Dave? You know, like how long do you have to do that? How long do you have to do that? It's probably pretty short, How long right? do you have to take, to like, to take advantage of the opportunity? Yeah. As long as you need. No, because I've, I've been in that situation where, you know, I'm into a girl and... I just didn't seize the opportunity, and now it's like too late, and now it's kind of weird to like go for it, you know. Well, yeah. or at least I feel that way. I don't know how she feels about it, but but you know, when you see someone regularly and you don't take the opportunity, it's like a missed. I don't know, it feels missed. Well, so I, you're talking about you just left the opportunity because you were too nervous yes, to even. Oh, yeah. uh, you're you're thinking like oh. I, I've waited too long. There's no yes. way. It, but but you get into your into your fucking head, and you're mm-hmm. you're hurting yourself. I think at in, that point in this day and age, it goes a long way to approach a woman and say hello and try to have a little conversation, a nice, uh, innocent conversation, because like people are nervous to do that, and it mm-hmm. takes some balls to do that. And I think yeah. a, a woman can see, okay, this guy's got a little bit of bravery. Yeah. Maybe I'll maybe I'll at least. Yeah talk to him for a couple minutes and see what he's about you know so i, I think there's value in that being a little spontaneous yeah and being like you know what i just met this girl i'm gonna fucking go for it right now yeah like I, there's value in that yeah the other thing i like to hear Devin when i was your age was the worst she can say is no yeah but hopefully you get there yeah you know the yeah. best she can say what's that What's the best you could say? Uh, fuck me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, it all grab a good. grab a pillow for my knees. <laughs> the worst you could say is no. I'm not interested. Okay. Well, I'm moving on. So, just like Aaron's saying, basically, what you have to do is approach and say something. Easier. Yeah. It's easier said than done. Of course. You know, like Absolutely. there's something. There's something going on. You play baseball? I did. Yeah. Yeah, we all did. I could tell you how to field a ground ball. 
can't do can't it. make you do yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. You can lead a horse to water. You can't make yeah. him drink. So, um, so that's that's the mysterious. That's the part that's hard. Is is why is it hard? To, uh, so, are women now because you're younger? I, this is actually a question. Like, you know, it's pretty pertinent. Is it okay to approach a younger woman and and, and come on with like, uh, hey? Like, like the failure approach. Like, mm. I'm into you. You're super hot. Are you into me? Like, is it is that okay? Or is I think that I think it assault? is. I, I think uh, I a think... lot of people will say that it's not. It's not attractive. But like, I don't know. I I still think it's it's there. You know, it, it's it's not. I don't know. I, I I know there are a lot of people out there that worry about that. About you know, innocent things being sexual harassment, but. Um, I, I I still think uh, people appreciate that for you going for it. Um, I, I don't think it's completely. It is primal, awesome. right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's, what, nothing, there's nothing wrong with that, and if someone thinks other than like, it, there's nothing there, wrong. Done. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong with uh, approaching a woman and 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 trying trying to express start a relationship interest. there's nothing wrong with that and that's a fact so if someone else thinks that it's it's wrong then fuck them so what advice would you give to me and Aaron we're 35 I'm 36 uh, about approaching young women like what has changed now like uh, how do you or just or maybe not women just anybody like how do we deal with you fucking cocksucking <laughs> sons of bitches you know? you know I think people are more cautious um, but Honestly, I have no idea. I don't. I'm not good at it. You don't subscribe. <laughs> like, like I'm, I'm asking, you yeah, know, his he, advice. You know, I'm not good at it. He's a good guy to ask for advice about women, man. But like, I, it, maybe even not women. How do we deal with the world with Gen Z coming up? Like, like what? What's? How do you? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm trying to say? Could you answer yeah. the question? Like, what's different between millennials and Gen Z? Because there's a massive gap, yeah. man. And why is Gen Z such bitches? Or is it just that all we see on social media is Gen well, Z? They called bitches. millennials it, bitches. I mean, yeah, yeah it's, it's always every, generation, it's every generation, it's, yeah. But, but it, it's. Gen Z uh, grew up in a different time with a different environment. They always had, always had computers, they have less attention span. It, it's. Did you go outside and play? Like you, cl- did you yeah, climb a tree? Yeah. Was climbing a yeah, tree a thing for you? Yeah, it was. Um, but I think there's a lot less of that. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not I, because I, the trees are disappearing. You know, when I was a kid, I didn't have a smartphone. You yeah. know, I I, had, I maybe had a little flip phone, but um, you know, it wasn't something cool. that you were <laughs> still pretty like, cool, man. It wasn't something that you were you were um, had a rotary phone. You know, a hundred percent of the time interacting with. Um, you but... remember the Nokia thirty six thirty? Remember playing Snake? <laughs> you remember the TI eighty six? Holy shit! How to type? You had to like press each button five times. Yeah, I, I didn't experience that. Uh, so what? What? what... <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't really know what. I, I just want to you know, berate you for being born in two thousand. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> and I'm sure I'll do the same to the next generation. Hell yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's about it. Yeah. So. Well, you guys are both beautiful. I think it's about time to uh, kind of close it up. Do we have any words of wisdom? I'm going to ask my AI woman some words of wisdom for the people because uh, I think the people need wisdom. But do you guys have any any words of wisdom that you've that you've uh, t- that you've 
received from anybody over your life that is that is solid that you've that you've that you've used? The world needs babies. Okay. The world sure. needs babies from David. What about you, Devin? Any words of wisdom that stuck with you? I got nothing. <laughs> okay. That's fine. That's why Sky Bree comes in. Or not Sky Bree, Sky. I forget her last name, Sky Cloud. Hey, Sky, uh, any words of wisdom for the people? Sure thing. Embrace the storms, but don't forget to dance in the rain. Life's a journey, not a destination. Anything specific on your mind? Just your body. <laughs> Got it? Your body, your rules. What's on your plate today? Well said. Cocaine. Okay. Uh, thank you, AI. Thank you, uh, Fortune Radio listeners. Uh, much love. Oh, do you want to play some some guitar? Maybe I could. Yeah. Okay. Let's. Also, anything you want to plug? Yeah. Any. Yeah. Uh, nothing releasing right now. I. Uh, cool. Pick up the guitar, dude. All right. All right. Let's do it. This fucking guy. Just wait. I bet he plays blues. Fortune Radio. Oh, 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 oh